probably a lot of holiday shit going on. Yeah, usually yeah. I have a feeling the nineteenth is gonna be a real uh real quiet day. But it's all good. Let's go on YouTube oh, after videos anyone. are where we're at now. Yeah, look at <laughs> apparently the those views are getting actually decent more than I was expecting. Nice. There's one thing that I've heard, it's that Twitch is dying and YouTube is the new hot medium. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What's this new hot YouTube you speak of? <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, welcome to anybody who is in the chat. Uh, this is the third installment of the Pile of Shame campaign. It's a DCC campaign where I'm running many of my modules I've bought over the years. Um, and so we're getting through today the Moon Slaves of the Cannibal Kingdom. This was one I've been wanting to run for a very, very long time. But um, before I let you guys do your sort of like uh, what you guys have been doing since uh, Intrigue of the Core Chaos, which was our last um, scenario... Um, I'm going to just do a quick recap, and then I'll say how you guys got here to an extent, and then we'll get into all that. But basically, last time, you guys uh, were whisked away to the Court of Chaos. You were told to grab this, like, primordial egg, the Yokeless egg, um, for the for basically these uh, this host of Chaos, a bunch of different Chaos Lords. Um, you guys did get the egg after doing a bunch of different trials, um, and you came back. But instead of giving it to either the Core of Chaos and also uh, Dan's character, Pip, who was approached by one of the Chaos Lords privately, uh, to make, uh, and, that, and that Chaos Lord told him to, to give him the egg, you guys didn't do any of that. Instead, you gave it to a spy of law who was in the Core of Chaos just sort of spying on them. Um, and you guys gave it to her, got the hell out of Dodge as everything was just exploding. You guys nearly died, or at least a few of you did, um, trying to escape uh, the court when a few uh, when a bunch of demons started summoning. Um, and since then, you guys were able to get out. You guys got some nice little magic items. I think you guys also got some gold and stuff. Um, Chris, you were brought back down to a normal size after you drank a drink that made you uh, g gigantic. Um... And since then, Pip, um, you have been having nightmarish dreams um, where Glavgarok, the uh, the Chaos Lord that you shunned, um, or Glavgarok, it's hard to say his name, um, has been going to your dreams, telling you different things. And eventually, he sort of, over the course of these dreams and visions, he has said to you, um, there we go, um, he has said to you that... Uh, Basically, the Court of Chaos will have their revenge and all those other things, um, but he can sort of stem them and keep them back and keep them off your backs as well as, you know, he kind of wants to live revenge himself if you um, help him out with something. And that turned out to be uh, asking you to go to the Tolomac Islands, where there is where there are three sisters, um, and he wants you to help one of them. There's a bit of a power struggle going on at the island. He wasn't able to really give you much more information than that. Um, but he did say, um, her name was Eloise, E-L-O-I-Z, and he's asked you to help her out with, uh, whatever she needs to do. Apparently there's something, like I said, some weird power struggles going on at the island there. Um, so in that time, um, I will actually switch over to the other page here. Um, so in that time, you guys were able to, uh, commission a ship. Um, called the Vainglorious Rat. It's uh, captained by Laraxtes Osmandus. Um, now, even though you guys have captain or um, have paid for the ship um, and have gone it, you know, at sea, the captain is still in charge. Um, so you guys are on here, but it's not like you guys are. You guys can sort of decide what you want to do, where you want to go here. Um, 
but we'll get into that a little bit. But he is still... It, he is not super pleased about being here at these islands. The crew um, has been muttering for the last few weeks that this place um, is cursed and that you guys shouldn't be here and that this is like there's some really bad omens that they've seen coming here. Almost no seabirds, that sort of thing. Um, however, um, we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, you guys, if you can see that, uh, if you can see that map, you see the ship down okay. the bottom. That's basically where you are. You're being chased by a storm. But we'll, again, we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, what have you guys done since um, our last adventure uh, uh, at the Core Chaos? What's been going on in your lives? How much time has passed by? As usual, this is all up to you guys. Um, what's been going on? <laughs> <laughs> Question: Who hired the ship? Did we hire? The you guys ship hired the ship. Did... You guys hired the ship. Like you basically, like you don't have to take any money out of your funds, but basically, you guys scrounged together money from several adventures you might have done between here and now. But basically, you guys are empl have employed the ship to go to the Tolomac Islands here. Also, this is the first time I'm seeing Clav Garak. Uh, <laughs> that's an amazing image. Yeah. Does he have eyes in his feet? Does he have eyes in the top of his feet? I it can't like tell. It does look like an eye each there, yeah. I'm not sure if those and are. He's got, some, he's got some nice jewelry. He's got like an anklet. Hell on yeah. As well. Which I find very interesting. Also, he has no arms. So I'm no. wondering how he gets shit done. The prehensile toes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, fair enough. Okay. He balances on one. And yeah. Uh, nice, nice. Yeah, what have we been up to? I know that for for one, like uh, Pip and Chisel have been, have been getting pretty tight together. Uh, Chisel brought Pip out to his obstacle course again uh, to train some more, <laughs> and uh, but Pip actually brought Chisel out to the big city and showed him a little bit of the seedy underside. I don't know if maybe some of the other guys came along or not, but uh, Pip showed him some of the uh, some of the bars he likes to frequent, uh, like the stinking rat. Uh, and uh, a few others. Uh, and that's kind of how that he spent his time, I think, the two of them. Perfect. Anybody else? Cedric Donner has absolutely been leading poor Fennec Byrne on just a trail of rumors and just hearsay. But eventually it did lead them on an adventure wherein they slew a ghoul priest and uh that is actually a ghoul that is a priest to another ghoul it's <laughs> weird um in doing so however he has uh earned a bit of a name for himself amongst the ranks of other undead hunters and uh yeah fennec and cedric are both a bit more competent than when we last saw them <laughs> fennec is much less nihilistic but still fatalistic <laughs> in fact, could actually take a hit now, right? He's actually able to. Yeah, he yeah he actually has more than two hit points. <laughs> you, you know, not for a lack of trying, but I'm really surprised he survived. I really tried to kill Fedek last uh, last yeah, session. You did your best. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, he uh, he's a lucky bastard. Um, oh, I will say one one thing I forgot to mention is that uh, after our last thing, when we were given the bit of scraps of cloth, and uh, Cedric was like, "If you say it's armor, I guess I'll use it." And it uh, wrapped itself around him, glowing bright white with beautiful kind of serpent scale pattern on it, like the way a boa constrictor is white and yellow. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's it's that in kind of like a like sky blue, and it uh, he can't take it off. 
it's uh it won't come off it, it's protecting him it keeps <laughs> you know it makes his, him move faster it opens his mind but he can't take it off he's tried Fennec's <laughs> <laughs> um, pretty glad he didn't take that one that's great so that's creepy and uh, I think uh, Martin do you want to go next yeah, so um, Jedediah has been, he's, he's still even luckier for some reason um, after the last uh, uh, last adventure. So um, but he's still sort of a bit between things. He's um, We didn't get an awful lot of treasure from last time and uh, Jedediah has spent it all on drink. Um, he's been found under the table a couple of times. Um, <laughs> being the lucky chap he is, um, passers-by have just been tossing gold, you know, a few, few random coins at him. So he's, he's been able to keep going, but uh, I think he's almost certainly going to try to uh, to catch up with Pip and Chisel again. And uh, yeah, just find out what his old chums are up to and whether they know of any jobs going. But, uh, <laughs> Come on down to the stinking rat with us. <laughs> yeah, well, um, have they, they, they got any work for thieves there, have they? You know, just uh, good it's jobs. The not the uh, place around. Perfect, perfect. <laughs> and uh, good old chrysanthemum on the isthmus is, um, yeah, she's, um, well, if you look at her, she she looks like she's been through the mill a bit, almost like she's been stretched out and, and put back to size again. And uh, her clothes look really, really weird at the minute. She's She's got sort of patchwork all over, the, like she's had to sort of sew them up. And I have no idea why. And it's all very tidy and very neat. There are some long sort of rips that have been very, very sort of meticulously sewn back together again. And it, and it looks lovely. Um, and she's been uh, getting in touch with nature. She's trying to sort of build on a whole, um, you know, let's see if we can mess with the weave in the world and the threads that hold everything together. And she, she seems to have managed to uh, make a new relationship with somebody, which... Uh, Hopefully, coming in handy later. <laughs> Perfect. And uh, Jack. Um. <clears throat> oh, sorry. Yeah, in the indeterminate amount of time that's passed, um, <laughs> Ixie has been off doing lizard person things. Um, as as one does, as a lizard person does. Um, the exact nature of. of <laughs> such things we all of course we, know yeah. we all know what we all know it, it goes you don't need to, it yeah. goes without saying we've been down that road we've talked about this yeah, many times so it just goes without saying yeah um and uh you know found his way back uh you know via who was it that got us this uh this quest again it was uh it's clarv garak the uh the, the demon lord guy from the last uh right right and he's like, yeah, just eh, why not? It's, it's money. He needs to feed his hatchlings. So, um, and Ew. Doyle has killed a duke <laughs> in the meantime, and probably talks about it a little too much. <laughs> I forgot Doyle's surname was Doyle Ninja. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm, that's right. The least subtle. Well, guy. I mean, it was his his. It was someone who was in opposition to his shogun, so. <laughs> By which I mean the guy that that runs the, like, halfway house that he sleeps <laughs> <Yeah>. in. <laughs> the guy's name is There's shogun. There's no way that Doyle owns property. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Amazing. All right. Well, <laughs> good to see the, the bands back together. So, um... 
with all that, you guys have sort of reunited and have basically learned that you're all sort of in trouble with, you know, Cory Chaos, as you guys already kind of knew. Um, I've decided to help out Pip with this sort of Clavgrok quest. Um, and yeah, on top of all that, Clavgrok has mentioned that there is like a lot of material wealth on the island that should be also a sort of secondary kind of nice thing for you guys. Um, okay, so um, this is where you guys are down there in the south. The legendary Tolomac Islands loom on the northern horizon. High green mounds of steaming jungle and beetling balsatic, uh, balsatic, balsatic. Balsamic, yeah, cliff faces. Um, ruins lie between the two largest islands. Basaltic. Yeah, basaltic. It's a this is basalt. This is a weird word. Yeah, uh, ruins lie between the two largest islands. Some parts rising higher than your ship's mainmast, but mostly obscured by mangrove swamp. To the southeast, high cumulus clouds have built it to anvil-topped thunderheads, which mutter and rumble in warning. But the freshening wind provides scant relief from the oppressive tropical heat. The superstitious crew has been muttering about the doom and damnation for much of the journey, but now are silent. Doom writ clear upon their faces. Captain Osmandus warns the storm's threat and suggests circling westward around the island so as to find safe harbor in their lee. So basically, um, to sort of uh, draw out uh, what he thinks you guys should do, but it's up to you guys. He's saying you guys should go, uh, of course, yeah, white on white. It's a great color. White on white. <laughs> let, me, uh, let me change that real quick. Uh, let's do let's do red to sear your retinas. Um, he's sort of saying you guys should go around here. Well, jeez, okay. Well, <laughs> the uh, <laughs> the cursor just Jeez's went Captain up. White. Yeah, yeah. Wave, yeah. Right. I've had I've had a little bit too much. Uh... <laughs> Maybe we should leave. <laughs> let's just let's just leave the adventure. And let's just go somewhere else. That doesn't suck. And he just waggles his eyebrows. He's like, what about that, fellas? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. But yeah, but he's sort of saying like to go around the island. That's what he thinks you guys should do. Um, but as you guys can look at the map, um, I will I will describe things as you guys play on where you guys move. But look at this map that you guys got. Um, you can tell that there's beaches there to like the 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 east there. There's beaches on the north. There's other places that you might possibly be able to land. So it's up to you guys. You guys are the employers. So you guys can decide what to do. Hmm. What do you reckon the? Uh... Maze of the sunken ruins sound interesting. I mean, if there's ships sunk there, there's bound to be treasure, right? Yeah. Captain, why can't we just go straight through? <laughs> uh, well, that would be not great for the boat or us. Uh, just as looking at all these different like Look, ruins just, going out. It's just all rocks. Just and <laughs> yeah. Up. Hmm. yeah. Listen... Uh, I, I think my advice is better. Trust me, you, you don't want to go through that. The ship will more than likely just crash, and we will not be able to get out of here. Uh, that is, we do not want to go through there, trust me. Um, in fact, I don't even know if it's possible to go through there, so... Okay, okay. <laughs> <clears throat> well, do, do we want to go around and uh, beach up north, or maybe we should just cut through it seems like a better idea than... Seems like a better idea than beaching where there's this squid on the map. <laughs> and he points out to... Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah, right look here. at that. He's like, hmm. uh, that squid's probably actually a squid. <laughs> hmm. um, Chris is just looking ill. Uh, can, we, can, can, we, can we please just land somewhere? with the, the uh, Anywhere. Just soon. <laughs> damn, damn landlubber. Um, yeah, so... Um, so you guys are... I should probably... Pause there. Um, 
So you guys are following the captain's advice, or are just waiting to see, like, or waiting to see, like, where a good spot will be? Basically, is that what I'm sort of getting from you guys? Sounds good. To I don't know me. any better than the captain. He okay. he yeah. is a boat captain, so. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So you guys, you guys, uh, go around the island there. So you guys, as you guys are going around the Isle of the Moons there, which is the one on the left, um, you can see that all the rocks or like all the sides there along that island are like pretty sheer cliffs. Um, they do look like they could possibly be climbed, but obviously. Um, that could also end in horrible disaster. So you guys are going around there. You, every once in a while, you'll see like a few bays going into it. Um, and when you pass around the sort of top here, um, I'll see. Um, that this this uh, adventure has way more maps than I'm used to for a DCC adventure. Uh, and they're all terrible, um, except for this one. Uh, so, uh, as you guys are also going by, um, you see um, there's a small island here that I pinged. Uh, where is it? Right there. Um, and on top of that, you guys do see a brightly painted house. Um, and it looks like it's made of the bowls of great trees, cemented with a clear sap-like substance. And you guys can see there's like intricate designs have been carved into um, all across the house there. And you guys sort of keep passing by, um, and you first see, uh, yeah, so you guys see two beaches there, uh, there's one on the left, one on the right, and the captain kind of looks to you guys, where he says, ah, well, they, those both look like solid places to, uh, to beach, um, he's, I mean, when he says beach, he means, uh, there's two, there's two, um, Rowboats you guys can take from the boat. The ship will obviously stay offshore because <laughs> uh, it's, like, it's a it's a big merchant ship. It's not <laughs> it's not a canoe. Um, so he says, uh, "Yeah, you guys can take the take the boats and go to whichever one you want." Um, We're talking uh, here. Yes, yeah, yeah. Here. It goes to the north okay. there. Yeah, he says there's those cool. two beaches there. You guys can go to. Um, well. Uh... Do, do we have any idea where our destination is on the island? Not exactly. Um, you do okay. know that Eloise is on the Isle of the Sun, which is sort of like where you're you're north of that, like this whole area there. Um, but the dreams were somewhat cryptic um, and weren't super helpful overall. And uh, yeah. Naturally. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe uh, the beach that's a little further inland might uh, get us a better, you know, better view of the island. I don't know. I'm meeting this further one here. Oh, I, I'm not sure I can deal with much more of this. I, I only came along to try and keep you guys safe. <laughs> the trouble you got into last time. <laughs> Cedric takes the cigarillo he's been smoking out of his mouth, and he's just like, I say we go for the beach in this big cove. Both will be more protected that way. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, since our last adventure, he's started smoking. And uh, for some godforsaken reason, he has chosen cigarillos. C cigarillos of all the things to it's, smoke. Uh, yeah. It's the best things. compromise between smoking a cigar and valuing your time. <laughs> <laughs> What else do you want him to do? <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So you guys are heading for the one on the right there, basically the one that's more deeply like in that cove there. Um, so 
uh, out of the, the the two rowboats can hold twelve people each. I believe how many are there of you? There's yeah. there there's eight of you guys, and then there's sixteen total because you each have basically um, eight eight uh, crew members will come with you um, on this journey uh, to help with I guess you know bushwhacking and holding supplies and that sort of stuff and you know Trigger, general, triggering traps. Yeah, general uh, general safety in numbers. Yeah, so you guys can take two <laughs> of those two of those rowboats out towards that beach. Um, and yeah, and it, it is getting it is like getting darker now as you guys sort of row out to that. Um, up in the sky, uh, there is a big blue moon. Um, it's like it's extremely blue. Like it, it looks unnatural. Um, and um, the ship's boat grounds upon a beach of black sand. Jungle-covered hills rise about a hundred feet beyond the sands. Um, and yeah, so you guys sort of just get off, you unload all your stuff, um, and you're, you're now on this black sand beach here in the north. Um, you guys feel free to draw on this map as we go through. It's like you, you're welcome to draw on things if you need to, um, point stuff out, that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, but you're now on this beach, um, and you guys are unpacking, and as you're doing that, um, suddenly a small golden humanoid masked and riding a reptilian monstrosity emerges from concealing jungle, surrounded by large, five-foot-high, scaled and feathered creatures resembling fighting cocks. He charges his strange mount a few paces forward, crying out shrilly at the party in a strange language and shaking his lance in the air, then stands his ground. His beasts milling around, their swiveling heads staring at the party with unblinking gazes. So basically, it looks like you have this little like group, this little party has just come up from outside the jungle. As Jesus has just come out of the darkness, basically. Um, he, the guy, obviously leading this charge with a big with a with a mask on his head and sort of feathers. He, his whole body is golden. Um, hasn't like moved towards you really. He's kind of just staring at you, trying to see what you guys are going to do next. Uh, Ixie, he, he he looks a bit lizardy. Um, do you speak his language? Um, I I will say Ixie, from the stuff he said, you haven't really been able to parse any more than anybody else. I, I, I figured, I figured yeah. not. <laughs> um, oh, Ixie looks offended at this. Like, what do you think? Just because we look similar, that we all speak the same language? Well, yes, basically, and you. You all look similar to me. <laughs> it's the point is Elvish is, the it? same Cedric's... as human? <laughs> Cedric's like, well, we all speak common. I was going to say that, yeah. Like... <laughs> <laughs> uh... Yeah, actually rolls his eyes. <laughs> uh, Cedric has his crossbow in, like, his right hand, but he has it lowered, and he just, like, raises his left, like, waves it, like, hello. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so as you wave, and, like, nobody's really making any moves or any sort of, like, you know, aggressive motions, um, the little masked creature um, gets off of the uh, the sort of uh, crocodilian-like creature it's, it's uh, riding um, and walks slowly towards you. It looks like it's very curious. It's definitely like wary. It's not. It's not moving too fast. It just sort of takes a few slow steps in the black sand. Um, and it looks have these like chittering noises that sound somewhat like what you'd assume are questions. Um, 
and um, you see it sort of it, it draws it, it draws like you as much as they can. Maybe like it draws one of like maybe one of the, one of the really big guys. This guy, this creature's about like four foot three, um, but he sort of draws like one of the really big guys. Maybe he draws Ixy, draws one somebody else. Definitely, he's trying to draw you as a group, and sort of points with it. He's trying. He sort of draws an arrow, um, uh, pointing at the sea, and sort of it keeps poking at the group, and then and then like looking back at you. Cedric's like, yes, we came from the sea. You're very observant. <laughs> and Cedric just kind of cocks at you, sort of like speak really quickly uh, in common. He's just like, hmm. Um, Doyle, Doyle goes, it's me. <laughs> points points at the at the drawing. Um, it's a very good likeness. <laughs> I can't not think of your character as like. A Caribbean plantation owner, like in a white suit, smoking cigarillos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's got big, heavy, like you know, leather gauntlets on. But he's absolutely yes, that <laughs> just like mm. <laughs> got his like wide brim hat. <laughs> so does it seem as though he's? Uh... Telling us to go back to the sea is that like is he gesturing like pointing at the sea or is he just kind of focused on the drawing? He sort he was focused on the drawing at first and then um one of John's characters sort of said like oh yes we're from the sea and starts like is obviously trying to converse and he, he's not making gestures of like go back get out there like that mm-hmm. he like soon after like you say that he he keeps trying to communicate it seems like he's trying to ask you guys questions which he's failing very hard at finding any way to actually make you understand what he's saying um. But but after a little while of you guys trying to converse, he points at, at you guys and then points to his mouth, um, and then like just sort of does like a, like a a gesture of like um, putting his hand into his mouth, and then and shrugs his shoulders. I think this thing wants food. We, we got some food. Um, Jedediah um, grabs some rations, gives it to. Uh... One of the crew members and says, hey, "You, um, you give you w- w- run over there and give give him that. See if that's what he wants." Yeah, and uh, one of your one of your highly is it, who are you giving it to like Chuck or one of the other guys or who's grabbing it? One of the other guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, one of the, I'm assuming they were wearing red uniforms. Yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, they're all they're all yeah they're all color code to you guys. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I think Chuck is like senior hireling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he he bosses the other hirelings around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's got a name. Yeah. When you survive an adventure, you can you can do this. <laughs> um, but yeah. So one of the hirelings runs up with with rations. Um, and brings it over to like the small little gold creature, um, and the gold creature just looks at it. It looks like it's like maybe raisins or bread or something like sort of dried food, um, and he just sort of sniffs it and just throws it on the ground, um, and then points at you guys, um, points the food, shakes his head, and then he just sort of beckons you to follow him. Hmm. Does this thing want to eat us? Maybe he's offering us some food. Maybe he definitely he thinks... wants to eat us. <laughs> yeah. Does is this guy carrying weapons at all? Yeah, he's yeah. got. He has a big lance in his hand, or big for him. He has a war club, 
The behind him are ten more, like are ten of these sort of like dinosaur creatures with riders on them who are of similar oh. size, who are go- like also like gold creatures oh. riding um, these creatures. Yeah, it's it's a little confusing how they describe everything, but yeah, but basically there's sort of this sort of like I guess hunting parties, what you could probably surmise. Um, oh. But everybody who's behind hasn't like moved forward or gone at all like anxious. They all seem just sort of like waiting around, waiting for their their this boss to sort of deal with you or talk to with you. Um, their overall manner is curious and wary, but not like nervous or you know aggressive overall. Yeah. See what they want. And Cedric's like, maybe they have some kind of undead infestation they want us to help with. Best to be. <laughs> I find that's the case with most towns. Most towns have some kind of undead problem. Really, uh, most towns. Oh, yeah, feels towns. like projecting most to towns. me. I, I can't put <laughs> my finger on why. Are you sure it's not most towns you go to? You find these problems. <laughs> Cedric's like, I'm offended that you could imply such a thing. <laughs> Pip and Chisel kind of be like, are we going to follow these guys or... What do we think? I guess we could. I mean, they might have some fresh meat. I'm fed up with ships, biscuits, and limes. You loved limes when we left. You know it. <laughs> well, you can have too much of a good thing. Very sad. Very sad. Fennec <laughs> <laughs> <Benic> is <laughs> affected. Like... As a PC that's treated as a hireling, he is like trying to corral the other hirelings together <laughs> and be like, "No, guys, you look, look, it's just the job." <laughs> just has a rope for all of them to hold on to. So, like, all right, pretty much. He's like, "Look, hold on to the rope and pray." That's all I can do. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, are you guys? Are you guys following this guy? Are you? Yeah. Okay. Mm. Um, so you guys, you guys start following him into the jungle, him and his sort of 10 riders. He gets back onto his big reptilian creature. As you guys start going further into the jungle, um, you notice on your right and left, um, on both sides, there are, uh, 10 more of these gold creatures kind of marching along with you. Um, they're all, like I said, all these creatures are about like three foot eight or so. They're very tiny. They all look like little golden humanoids. From what you can tell, it's very hard to see in the night. It looks like they, like their skin actually is like somewhat golden. Like it's not just paint or anything like that. Um, they have these sharp little teeth and beady eyes. They're really not nice to look at. Um, but so far they haven't really been, um, in any way aggressive. None of them are even really touching you. They're all giving you pretty respectful wide berth, um, but oh, you catch a lot of them are just staring at you, kind of in wonder as you guys are walking um, south. Um, I like how the one who's like four foot three is their champion. He's like <laughs> the biggest dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just so you guys know, because there's something that's funny. His name is Muftas the Giant because of that, because he's a little <laughs> bit taller. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> you know what? We would that never learn that. <laughs> I know. No, that's, why I, that's, that's why I didn't tell you guys. I was just like, I love that. Uh... <laughs> Sometimes those details are just so great, though. Yeah. yeah. Uh. <laughs> um, so you guys, they start, uh, 
you head south, um, and the narrow trail forks a crude dam across a stream, which provides a rough ridge for a crossing, and beyond it is a small lake a small lake has formed. In the trees around the lake you spy dozens of little tree houses cunningly made. Small golden people peer curiously from all around you. Across the water, a clearing holds a fire pit and, and a large fenced-in uh, roof enclosure, and more of the fighting cocks peck in the dirt beneath the canopy of the surrounding jungle. So just basically, you're like right here. Um, you guys have been walking for a while, probably about maybe about an hour or so. Um, you guys have walked south and gone over that river and into this sort of village. Um the leader gets off and people go and grab his mount and all the other and all the other riders get off and everybody's sort of helping them out grabbing their gear and everything else um and then the leader sort of beckons you to come sit down by the fire and you guys see around these around the fire pits there's like um uh like rotisserie um uh instruments mm. and on the rotisserie instruments are tiny little uh humanoids just being spun around on the over the fire um, you can see over, like, from what you can tell, it's not burned. There are, like, there is golden skin on these rotisseried uh, humanoids. Um, and the leader runs up to one and sort of, like, just cuts off some of the flesh, uh, like, right around, like, the belly, and uh, puts it on a plate and brings it back to you guys or as, as an offering. He just sort of gets on one knee and holds it out to you. And <laughs> Cedric's like... Oh, it's one of those villages. Mm. Oh. <laughs> do you think they were old and died and then they've been put on the spit? Or do you think they committed a crime? Or maybe a, a rival village? Oh, uh, yeah, enemies. Could be enemies, yeah, yeah. It's hmm, respectful to eat your enemies. <laughs> Yes, yes, says Cedric. We all know the lizard man view on this matter. Yes. Then go ahead, Ixi. See how it tastes. Let us know. These are my enemies. Oh. <laughs> Ch Chisel is like, ah, like, okay. That's something about the lizard people I didn't know. Mm. Uh, yeah. Cedric is like, don't worry, guys. I've got a plan. And he he like takes some like dates out of a pocket he had pouch he has, and he's like he offers them to the chief. He's like, uh, uh, dates, <laughs> dried um, <and> fruit. <laughs> the uh, like the the le the the leader sort of like grabs one and looks at it, inspects it, and just like pops in his mouth. And he he starts chewing on it, and he just kind of like shrugs, and he then sort of points at the meat and pushes it into your face. He's like, mmm, mmm. Well, Jedediah is used to hunting, so he's just going to grab a piece of this with with his right hand. He's just going to, you know, there's no no airs and graces here. He's just going to grab a bit and go. Yeah, and uh, how's the taste, Martin? Do you like? I it? Didn't, do I need to roll anything? Or we no, good? no, this is up to you. No, no. Do you like? The, do you like the taste of the flesh of this creature? Yeah, I think yeah, yeah. yeah, he's eaten like beaver, raccoon, yeah. anything really. So this is, this is probably quite a good uh, a good bit of meat for him. <laughs> Chisel and Pip kind of see uh, their friend Jedediah partaking, and they both kind of like they take like very small pieces and kind of like do like a little like like a nibble on it, and they're like, mm, mm -hmm. 
and, and smile at the chieftain. So when you do that, the chieftain sort of exclaims. You can see he smiles and lets out these little like chitters, and he sort of claps his hands. And you see two servants like run over to like one of the enclosures and just drag out two more of these little uh, golden kind of creatures. Just beats their head and then brings them over towards the fire. And he just starts like celebrating, clapping, and he just sort of beckons you all to come sit around the fire while they start putting two more of these creatures onto the spit. I suppose right. they're fresh. <laughs> I, I mean, it's just I've never eaten humanoid before. <laughs> <laughs> and you see a lot more of the creatures are coming out of their enclosures and coming around the fire, and people are partaking and stuff. Like a lot of them seem to be trying to ask you questions. Um, there is some sort of. I guess you could call it music, but you guys probably wouldn't. It's, it more sounds like random noises. There's not really much of a rhythm going on, but it does, uh, you know, they seem to like it and are dancing around trying to, you know, it's like they all seem to be in good spirits trying to ask you questions and trying to just, I guess, find out more about you weird creatures that just appeared here. We found cannibal Ewoks. <laughs> yeah, oh golden cannibal Ewoks. <laughs> That ride dinosaurs. Um. <laughs> <clears throat> well, they seem to like us for some reason. I'm not sure why. <clears throat> you don't. You don't think they're trying to feed us up, do you? Um, sort of make us plump and then maybe, maybe, cook us. I don't know. Do we are the, do we see like any older? Uh, individuals of these creatures or like children are there are there different are there men and women what yeah i would i would say if you're trying to, to discern that um that wouldn't be necessarily too hard their physiology isn't i guess all that different from humans and elves and stuff um yeah you see a few other ones you see some younger ones um you see basically much different ones. the thing you would probably notice the most about this about this group of people is that all of them in some form or another either have necklaces or um, circlets or bracelets, jewelry of with actual gold on it. Um, the two creatures that looked kind of identical to them that they, that they pulled out were basically like just butt naked. They had no sort of nice things on them at all, no clothes, no nothing else. Um, and it just seems sort of like everybody here seems to be not, I guess, not really well off, but they all seem like they're all sort of, uh, I guess hmm, let's, I'm trying to find a good word for this. They they all seem like they have some level, I guess, of, uh, of culture. Culture, or... I guess. Yeah, that's probably the best way to put it. Mm-hmm. These these the ones they dragged out. Uh, were they like struggling? Were they kind of? Yeah, they, they were struggling. Kind of like, yeah, they were trying to like, bite at the people dragging them out, but they just like clunked them really quickly um, and just sort of dragged yeah. them away. Yeah. This is an interesting situation we've gotten ourselves into. <laughs> what if we just try and find this Eloise think person and get out of here? Well, maybe we can ask them. I hope they know what we're talking about. He's like, I really hope we don't, uh, you know, stumble onto them being enemies or something mm -hmm. like that. That would be that would be awkward. <laughs> also, anybody who's sort of like looking around, sort of discerning the way your character was, uh, Dan, who's looking at the creatures or just around the history, sort of just mm -hmm. anyway, anybody who thinks their character would be sort of like trying to get an idea of what to do next year, give me an intelligence check. Mm -mm -mm -mm. 
for the ones who aren't just partaking in the food and festivities. <laughs> Chris is not nibbling on the meat. Chris is nibbling on anything, which is very kind of, I don't know, <laughs> nuts, berries, but definitely none of the meat. Ooh. All right. Um, I would say because Chris uh, and possibly anybody else who would who would get high enough roll, but definitely just Chris in this in this encounter. Um, Chris, you while you're looking around, sort of basically trying to avoid looking at like the just the horrible uh, spectacle in front of you. Um, you think for just like a quick second that you see like um a, a pair of really big eyes looking at you from the shadows of the jungle. Um, just outside, uh, like, just outside your periphery. Um, and, like, as you sort of try and focus on it, like, the eyes are gone. Um, and mm. soon after, um, sort of from the same direction, um, you see a, uh, beautiful woman with green hair. Um, definitely, definitely a human. Um, walking from the jungle, uh, in towards the camp. Um, you see a bunch of the little gold creatures, as soon as they see her, get on their hands and knees and bow down to her. Um, and she sort of walks straight towards you guys and she says, Oh, strangers, uh, I, I saw your ship from my tower. What brings you here? Cedric's like, we seek, uh, someone by the name of, what was it, uh, Eloise? Oh, well then you found her, and she she gives you a quick curtsy, and then goes over and starts stuffing her face with some of the golden meat, and she says, have you had any of this? It's, it's really tasty. Uh, and she just pulls out some of the meat. Um, it's good for you, too. High in nutrients. That's amazing. <clears throat> Cedric has not been eating it, but Fennec has, and Fennec <laughs> like, just looks up and nods with a mouthful of it. He's like, <laughs> you haven't heard of prions, have you? And just a kind of bite. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! <sighs> a what now? <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. Um, she says, uh, "What will what what brings you here to look for me?" Uh well, uh, <clears throat> you know of Cl- uh, Clav Garak. Is that correct? Hmm. Yeah, the name sounds familiar. Is he, uh... I know a lot he's of people a... over the years. What? Who is he? He's a lord of chaos. It's a pretty unique name. I would think that maybe... Oh, Clogrock. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, big eye, eyeball, chicken, legs. chicken legs. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I, yeah I know him. Uh, Stands out oh. in the crowd. And oh. Pip's kind of like, really? <laughs> Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, has he sent you to help me out? Or oh, what a sweetheart! Yes. Well, right. um, you didn't tell us much. Uh, we don't even know what your problem might be. Oh man, what well, isn't my problem? Well, how much do you know about the island? Was Clarverock? Did he tell you much about what's going on here? Surprisingly little, actually. Okay, well, she starts, like, chowing down to more food. She says, I'm going to give you the abridged version, because I'm assuming you don't care that much. But basically, I have two sisters on the island. One's a bitch, and the other one, she's all right. We get along fine. She, you know, she mediates between the two of us. But the other one, well, you know, you guys can come in handy. I kind of, well, I kind of want her dead. Um, she, uh, we, we got into a bit of a, bit of a kerfuffle a while back, and I, I hurt her pretty bad, but she was able to escape... Um, 
And uh, she has some pretty powerful allies that uh, might be, that's a bit, a bit of a problem for me, but you know, you might uh, tip the scales a little bit. Um, you see, she's over on the Isle of the Moons. Um, she's sort of staying on that side of the, of the, on the other side of the maze of sunken ruins. Um, and she sort of explained that like her domain is the Isle of the Sun. And, and she also points out that that house you guys saw earlier in the north, that belongs to the third sister. Um, just for your notes, I'm going to go sort of out of character here and just more into just like the specifics, just so it's easier mm -hmm. for you guys because there's just kind of a lot. Um, she explains that the sister that's sort of meeting between the two of them that's in that sort of villa in the north here, uh, her name is Zofina, which is Z-S-O-F-I-N-I-A. Not and she's kind of like the neutral sister. Yeah, she's kind of the neutral sister. Um, and the the one that she hates is Strava, which is S T R A V A. Um. But yeah, so basically, what she says is she sort of skips a lot of like the you know background stuff because she's like I don't think it really matters to you guys. But basically, um. There's, uh, she has, uh, Strava has quite a few different, um, allies. One of them is Quirzak the Moonbird, um, and Quirzak is just spelled Q-W-R-Z-A-K. <laughs> um, geez, that's only, that's, that's only one vowel in the name. Um, and basically, uh, she explains Quirzak is this, uh, big giant fuck-off creature from the, uh, from the extra plane, uh, who's an extra planar being from the astral plane, uh, who's bound here by Strava. Um, and she explains that, um, I'm just gonna draw it for so it's easier for you guys, one second. Um, Strava's, go ahead, uh, go ahead, Dan. So, Eloise, uh, so does Quirzak want to be bound by Strava, or is that something he's not into? Uh, truth be told, I'm I I do believe that I'm not sure how she got a hold of him, but from my experience with extra plane creatures who are bound to this plane, they tend to not like it. From what I've uh, from what I've encountered, so I'm right. not totally okay. sure how to destroy it, um, because it's. Its powers are based on the cycles of the moon, and she sort of points up to like the blue moon, and she says the moons will change every night. So, um, she says that there's so much to explain to newcomers like you. But one thing I'll say is that um, be wary of nighttime. It, things can be a little different around these parts, depending on what night you're prowling around. Um, but but yeah, so she explains like yeah, I'm not really sure what the deal is with that bird, but uh, it's definitely not good news. Um, and she explains basically that her sister's lair is, um, where I put that X there. It's basically that big volcano. Um, mm -hmm. and she says, yeah, if you, uh, can find your way to go across down there, um, you know, just kill her for me. Uh, you know, I've got great rewards I can give you, you know, blah, 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 all that. Um, she sort of, uh, sort of rolls her eyes, you know, you guys know the deal. It's, you're not the first people to come here, but. I, it's probably the last people who came here were probably 100 years ago or so, so it's kind of nice to see some fresh faces. Getting kind of tired of seeing the same gold faces all the time, and she just sort of looks around like the, the 50 little villagers kind of surrounding her and just sort of uh, bowing down towards her. What are these things exactly? Oh, these things, I just, I call them goldlings. They're, uh, I, was, I allied myself with them. These ones are the, the nobles. They, uh, interesting creatures. They're very loyal, but, um, 
they hunt their uh, their lower caste uh, members who are in little pockets of villages uh, in the south part of the island. And she just sort of circles over here. Um, yeah, they go on little hunting parties and, and grab them and dr- bring them back to eat them as their main source of sustenance. Oh, that's not very nice, but uh, they're tasty. Yes, they're they're great, and uh, these guys know how to prepare them properly. Just the perfect amount of uh, you know they they get each side perfectly cooked, which I love. That's why I always come down here for uh, for the meat. Is any chance your sister Zofinia would give us any help? Uh, Zofinia is a fickle one. She might be able to help you, but the thing is, is that she is trying to keep balance between me and my sister. She's the one who's keeping my sister alive, so I would prefer if you didn't deal with her, honestly. I mean, when she says deal, she obviously means, like, in quotation marks. Feel free to go talk to her, but I would prefer if you, you know, no harm came upon her. Not to mention she's quite powerful, and she has these utterly creepy dolls she keeps around, so, um... She might be of some help, but honestly, Zofinia is as much a mystery to me as Strava is, even though we get to talk every once in a while. Um, but she is definitely not fully on my side, which uh, is unfortunate, after everything I've done for her over the years. Um, well, if, if I might ask, um, how did you three end up here? I mean, you seem very different, and you're, you're all sisters stuck on the same group of islands. It's a little strange. So she goes on to explain, sort of, a, it, it, it goes on for a while, and you probably, like, at certain points, kind of, like, maybe nod off a little bit here and there. Like, it just keeps going and going, the whole backstory. But basically, she explains that her and her sisters are from an ancient race that kind of um, came to this part of the world, create a lot of this stuff. Um, and at a certain point, there was just sort of a schism between the three of them, um, and or between the two of them, really, um, and how they thought they should do things. Um, she says that... Um, Strava believes that all the islands belong to her and a lot more of the world, but first Strava wants to deal with Eloise here. And Eloise, even though she tries to justify it way more and tries to give you her side of things and all those other things, you can kind of tell her motives are fairly similar, where she's kind of also just like, nah, this shit belongs to me. I'm I'm the rightful ruler of this place. It's, you know, I did this and I did that. Strava has done this or that at all, blah, blah, blah. So it just sort of goes on and on, but basically, uh, yeah. Ancient race of creatures, um... And she looks humanoid in form, but obviously from what she's saying, she has she's not she's not your average human, obviously. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a shame, I suppose. Well, yeah. So, uh, Eloise, I'm assuming because Clav Garak is wanting us to help you, that you are chaotically aligned, and your sister Strava lawfully. Yeah, I, I guess you could, you could say that. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how she falls. These days, all I know usually is that I'd like. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I guess I guess she would think she's lawful, but uh, I don't know how people of the lawful alignment feel about her. Truth be told, she's not exactly. Uh, <laughs> uh, she she's not exactly a, a a good person. Is I guess what I would say to that. Um, um, but yeah, I, I, I get along great with Claverock and a lot of the other hosts of Chaos, you know, we've, we've had our dealings, we tend to help each other out, you know, there's a lot of companionship in, uh, you know, in the core of Chaos, so we get along great. Of course, of course. But yeah, we're all just one big happy family that fight sometimes and, you know, destroy worlds, but, you know, that, that, that sort of thing happens. 
Uh, if you want to make an omelet, right? Yeah, exactly. You got to break some yolkless eggs. <laughs> Don't we know it? Yeah. <laughs> Cedric uh, pipes up and he's like, a question for you to settle a bet. Uh, does the beach to the south of the Sun Islands have a giant squid in the bay? <laughs> uh, you know what? Give me one second there, John. <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, she says, uh, she says, uh, yes, it's not always in that bay, um, but both in the maze of sunken ruins there and sort of that southern part of that bay, um, there have been some giant squid spottings. I'm not sure if it's one or several, um, but it's about the size of your ship. He turns to Fennec and just makes like a pay up gesture. <laughs> um, I guess it's a good thing we didn't have the captain beach us there. Yeah, yeah. Glad we went around the long way. Um, <laughs> I will. I will also say to you guys, as have character, I might also retroactively give you other information that I might have forgotten. There is just so much crap here that I might. Yeah. Have, I might miss a thing here too. So I'll let you know that now. Um, but general <laughs> idea is she wants you to go to um, the volcano over lose. here and deal with her. her sister. Yeah, across the way. Yeah. Um, do you guys have any other questions? Is, is there any treasure in them sunken ruins? Or I mean, I guess if ships have been uh, sinking there. Yeah. Um. She says. Uh. But the Um. Yeah, she says, well, yes, that used to be um, a, a great a great city before it was um, sort of fell into the sort of fed swamp and over the years kind of just decayed and broke away. Um, and there's I'm sure there's plenty of things there that you guys would want. Um, but in terms of treasures, I know you mortals tend to like gold. The rivers, um, if you look around these little goldings here, she just sort of grabs them by the neck and sort of like shows its its uh, its necklace. There's little gold nuckets on it. She says, this this one right here, you see these? Yeah, they get them from the rivers. So if you want some of these, you guys can go panning for it. She just sort of chucks them back onto the ground. Um, and uh, so, so if you're looking for that sort of stuff, there's definitely lots of gold around these parts. Um, and I and I know for a fact that Strava tends to like quite a few bits and bobbles that I'm sure you would like as payment. And oh, of good. course, oh good. Uh, question: What's the best way to get across the uh, the uh, the gap of between the aisles there of the sunken ships? Is there uh, any sort of transportation you might be able to offer us? Uh, truth be told, to get across those ruins, uh. It, it's mostly a bunch of buildings. Have you could probably try hopping across all the different roofs and different buildings and stuff? Um, uh-uh. I would say no real boats can be able to get through there. You might be able to if you right. took long enough. I guess you could try and find a a path through there to take a little, you know, a little uh, river boat or something. But there's no there's no regular transportation. Just so you know, this island's not exactly inhabited by any sort of real civilization around here. So lots of the creatures that live here sort of state of themselves. Um, Unless they're hunting or you uh, go into their lairs. Um, Make the hirelings portage the rowboats across for us. <laughs> just ford the river, just like in a, like Oregon Trail. You just have to like get like the whole... Oh, no, we make them the carry the boats, <laughs> yeah. obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Over mountains. <laughs> yeah. I've seen that movie. Whose name I forget. 
Uh, Fitzcarraldo? Yes. Yes. We're going to Fitzcarraldo these robots. <laughs> I, I think that one's a little different. That's <laughs> uh, the same idea. Paddle wheel steamer, robots, uh, same yeah. thing. Hey, look, if you can do it with a paddle, boat ste paddle wheel steamer, you can do it with a robot. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, probably, yeah. Robots would just be picked up and carried. <laughs> Much easier. Much fewer deaths required. Um, well, so Fennec, uh, like, he leans in and he's like, what I propose is that we get a bunch of these, we pan for some of the gold, kill your want, kill the bird, get it, kill the lady, get out of here, and uh, away we go. Sounds oh. good. She does, oh, actually, one thing I'll add to you, she does mention that she does think that um, the uh, the lair of the bird is very close by to um, Strava's lair, somewhere over there on the same volcano. So you might be able to find it somehow that way, but she's not exactly sure where because she doesn't have much really, much intel on that part of the island. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just... Uh... Would it be safe to like assume that we have this map with her? But. Yes, this is this is this is a map you guys had from the beginning, and she's just sort of pointing stuff out on it. Like, okay, yeah, like some guy charted sound a, a long time ago, and that's it might be a little out of date here and there, but overall, she's giving you like the, the heads up of where things are. Um, yeah, Cedric's gonna be like, "Any idea what this is?" And he's pointing out to that. Yes, thing. so she, uh, you, you point that that, and she sort of like just sort of like uh, points like in that location, and you see basically a big green tower, and she says, "That's that's my tower." Um, after you deal with Strava, you're gonna want to come back there and come see me. That's where I, uh, that's where I do most of my stuff. If I'm not on the tower, I'm usually around the grounds dealing with my, uh, my babies. Okay, your babies. Yes, yes. Uh, some some plants I've been growing. Ah, um, Chris over here. She she's good with plants. Oh, are you? Do you uh have you Chris, had have you had any dealings with man eating plants? Um, well, uh, no. I'm more of a, a kind of an arboriculturalist. Um, trees and that sort of thing. Oh. Um, things with leaves, not um, not uh, carnivorous plants. Oh, that's too bad. I would, have, I would have liked to pick your brain about some of the things you do to make them grow bigger. So far, these goldlings uh, haven't really been making them grow as much as I'd like them to, but, um, hmm. You guys are pretty good-sized. And she sort of, like, lets out a laugh. She's like, I'm just kidding, but, uh, but, you know, hmm. Don't cross me. That, uh, you sort of see, like, just a weird little flash of, like, something in her eye. Um, and, uh, Actually, we came here to help. Oh yes, that's, that's right. That's right. You did. You did say that. Um, and you sort of see her sort of like that's a little flash. The only of... <laughs> reason we're here is to help you. <laughs> I will definitely say you guys sort of see when you mention that, like you see that little flash of whatever's in her eyes sort of goes back to where, what she was like before, and she's like, "Oh yes, that's right. That's right." Uh, sorry, I. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I can be a little no, crazy I sometimes. I get it. <laughs> Chaotic. Yeah, yeah. We know. We know. Um, you know, honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, guys, how did we end up giving that to uh, uh, the lady in blue? We're all chaotic. And he kind of looks <laughs> over at uh, at Chris. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I mean, um, I, I have no idea how that happened. I mean, it was just we were all drunk or something, I guess. It, it was just the sheer mm. confusion of the situation. She says Funny. in a trying to be chaotic voice. <laughs> 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 well, uh, what do you think? Uh, 
Go ahead, what do you Dan. think if we wait till morning and uh, kind of head between these uh, these mountain ranges down to the west here and make our way through the sinking uh, the sunken ruins? Yeah, get get some more of this uh, golden meat donuts and uh, have a good night's sleep. And Eloise says you guys can stay here in the village and sleep. Um, she also mentions that um, the goldlings are cold-blooded and that they make for nice, like, cool beds if you guys want to pile them up. And she just sort of says that. She constantly, none of the creatures at all have any reaction to the horrible things she says or does them while she's talking to you this entire time. Um, but she just mentions that. She says, but also, there's also bedrolls over there and there. Um, but you do whatever you want. I've told them to just uh, follow your orders. So, uh, yeah. Does she disappear? Uh, no, she's still there. She's just she's still munching okay. down. Um, but she's more saying like, if you guys, because you mentioned like going off in the morning, it's like you guys can stay here. Um, and yeah, you can use them as beds because they're pretty cold and you know it's warm here. Uh, they're pretty nice like that. But uh... Chisel says I do like a nice cool pillow, <laughs> yeah. and like he, he like grabs one of them and kind of walks off and like sets up his bedroll and then like. Kind of sets one of them down. You just flip like him over halfway it. through. Yeah, just, just flip him over. Like, oh, there you kind go. Kind of yeah. him a little yeah. bit. He's like, <laughs> yeah. you know what? Yeah. It is kind of nice. Oh, God. She's not wrong, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these poor golden creatures. These poor cannibal, horrible creatures. Um, <laughs> but yeah. What do the lower? What do the non-nobles eat? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if you ask her that, she just says themselves. Um, oh, he's like, yeah, no, they're no better than, the, than their leaders, right? Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're just. Uh... Did you now? Did you create these creatures, Eloise, or you just kind of came here and no, they, they like you a lot? She uh, she mentions like, no, they just they like me a lot. We got we got along great. They're uh, they they've been they've been part of this world for a very long time. Uh, they we just get along great. That's terrific. <laughs> we bonded over our uh, culinary tastes together. Just slow nod around the campfire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, mm. um, she does ask if you guys have any other questions um, before she departs because she has some things to attend to since you guys have sort of changed how things are going here. Some plans are being moved forward that she wasn't expecting to move forward just yet. have anything to ask her anyway yeah so i'll make sure before she just fucking before she leaves chisel's already snoring he's asleep and, and you look over and you see that like the creature he's using as a pillow is like still wide awake <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. Just, and just has to kind of no is he wide awake your pillow's uh, still munching on like a leg while you're while you're <laughs> on him <laughs> love it but yeah, um, yeah, you guys are all excited given proper lodging. Go ahead, Dan. Do you want to say something? No, I was just gonna say Pip's gonna uh, kind of roll out his bedroll too. He he doesn't take one of the creatures though for a pillow. Sounds good. Um, yeah, and like nobody needs to keep watching like that unless you guys are worried about these creatures. But they all seem to be like there's like fifty of them, and they're all sort of a lot of them are standing guard in different places. Like it seems like it's a pretty safe location. I mean, as safe as you can be with cannibals that you're not really sure about. <laughs> They're not safe at all, then, really. <laughs> <laughs> what? No. 
I mean, it's not like they're going to eat you or anything, is it? <laughs> no, they're cannibals. They're they'll can- eat their own. Yeah. yeah, exactly. They have standards. <laughs> Cannibal doesn't mean man-eater. It just means eats itself or eats its own kind. Very different things. <laughs> um, um, but yeah. Yeah, I think my guys just uh, all bunked, hunker down for the night near the fire and they're just Sounds good. Cedric rolls over and he's like, Fennec, Fennec, this place is weird, Fennec. <laughs> There's no one dead. <laughs> <laughs> what if that's why they eat their dead, Fennec? <laughs> one, two, three, four. All right. Sounds good. Um, and that was that. Okay, interesting. Um, so yeah, so the next morning you guys are you guys get up um, when the sun rises. Um, you grab your gear. Uh, you guys are offered more food if you want it. You guys also do have your own rations, so if you don't, if you're already tired of golden meat, you can just eat whatever you have with you. Um, and you guys can set off. Unless you guys want to do anything before you set off. Uh, no, just refill the water supplies and uh, ready to go. Sounds good. Eat some. Eat some. Fennec will eat some golden meat for breakfast, but uh. Oh. <laughs> um. <clears throat> So, um, you guys start heading out, and it will take you about three hours to get to the sunken ruins there. But about two hours in, um, Chris, um, you again um, see two big eyes um, from the jungle looking straight at you. These eyes are probably about um, 20 feet off the ground. And you can't really see much more with how dense jungle is, but this time the eyes aren't leaving. Like they, they haven't disappeared, and they're watching you as a group, and they're following your movements. So Chris is going to say, "I, I, I think I spotted something um, in the jungle. Give, give, give me, give me a little. Um, give, give, just, just stop there a minute. I'll, I'll, I'll see if I can check this out." And um, Chris's owl Ariel is going to uh, fly up off her shoulder. Um, upwards, and just see if uh, see if you can see what this is. Yeah. So uh, you're you're familiar. Your owl sort of flies through, um, sort of kind of tries to get like sort of sneakily around um, through the trees. Um, and you looking through your owl's eyes sees a twenty foot tall gigantic ape um, staring at you. He hasn't noticed the owl, but you can see that he's just staring at the group. He has like one like a hand on each like tree that he's sort of like. Um, that he's grasping as he looks through. Um, you can see when he moves, he moves almost completely silently as he follows. Like, you guys have stopped, but you can tell, like, when he does move, like, he's not breaking a bunch of branches, he's not being loud at all. Um, and looking around him, you can tell, like, like his path has been very silent. Like, he hasn't broken down trees to get to where he is. He's been able to very, very silently, um, follow the group without being noticed. Well, until now. Alex, are you telling me we're being stalked by King Kong? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> okay, I just wanted to clarify that. See, um, now that sounds like a pulp novel. Stalked by King Kong. <laughs> uh, in the sequel, Restraining Order of the Kongs. <laughs> Restraining Order of the Kongs, yeah. 
Uh, so Chris will relay this to the group. Uh, yes, there's a there's a large ape in the in the woods. He's not oh, coming to us yet, ape. obviously. But uh... <clears throat> can we all like see the eyes? Yeah, I would say Chris, Chris pointing out the eyes. You guys can all sort of see him, and you guys all and with if Chris, if you're pointing it out, like he, you do see that the ape reacts to you, kind of all looking towards him, um, and he starts walking slowly towards the group. Um, and just like like I said, very silent manner until you guys can all sort of see his form in front of you. He's probably about maybe forty feet away, um, and he is just staring at you guys as he sort of revealed himself. Now that he knows that you guys know that he's there. Um, well, Exegas, if, if you don't speak lizard, do do you speak ape? I mean, to be fair, we're probably more like apes. The next is. Yeah. Do you Just... speak ape? Ape. <laughs> Technically, we all speak ape as uh, humans. He's he's nothing like me. He he doesn't have the ears. <laughs> um, a big booming voice comes from the ape as you guys say. He says, "Me speak good common." As he gets closer towards you guys, I can talk. Cedric's like, oh, I was actually really worried about your grammar for a second there, but no, you corrected it. Well done. Very impressed. <laughs> yes. Me grammar good. <laughs> He's like... <laughs> I taught myself. He sort of goes back and forth between good and just like... <laughs> yeah. I'm self-educated, you know. But wait, wait, wait what? <laughs> But yeah, he he gets he gets closer now, and you see like he sort of relaxed himself from actually trying to be silent, and like every footstep does make you do feel slight vibrations in the ground. He says, "I'm Gormaz. Who were who are you?" Uh, well, you know, there's a lot of us. Uh, we're a group of friends, travelers. Why are you following us? Pip hmm. says. Uh, I think you can help me. Me to be great warlord. Me need your help first, though. Chisel is like, oh, I like this guy already. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. I need off this island. I need off soon. I have big, big money for you. If you help. <laughs> Is that like a giant gold piece rather than like a hundred small ones? And is that what big money is? <laughs> just grabs a giant boulder of gold, just fucking chucks it at you. <laughs> Where Why would do you, you want have us take you? Yeah. Sorry, what guys? Which uh, who said what? What? Where do you want to go? And why do you want off the island? He says, I am to be great warlord. I have money for big army. I give some of that money for army to you to get me off island. I'm I'm trapped here. I I born here, but I am to be great, great warlord. Nick's thinking he's he's had worse bosses than a giant. 20 foot tall ape. I deserve the world. I give good benefits to my soldiers. <laughs> <I don't think laughs> <it's>... 
No, we, we just says <laughs> many. Fennec's like, what kind of benefits? Yes. <laughs> Full uh, dental and health. <laughs> no. uh, I'd like to subscribe to your newsletter. Yeah. Dental. <laughs> we, we all leave becoming followers of, uh, of, the, gr- of, the, gr- of the great ape. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, Captain, this is our oh, new Captain, Gormaz. Gormaz, the Great Conqueror. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to be fair, Gormaz, I'm not sure if our boat is capable of taking you. I'm no seafaring man, but... I'm sure we can make it work. I'm smart. Someone... Uh, is, uh, is someone trapping you here? Um... Well, not not really. I just I just need a ride. Well, if you're so smart, why don't you just build a boat? <laughs> I'm not that okay, kind of smart. The <laughs> yeah, you do see him getting a little bit like. I do love that. Jack is like, don't patronize that guy. <laughs> I think he could easily kill us. <laughs> Um, he says I'm he, fascinated by this guy. Yeah, he says, um, I, "I I give you a thousand gold if you take me off island when you leave." Uh, oh, a thousand gold each is that right? No, thousand gold for group. Thousand gold for passage is good price. If you divide a thousand by what twenty four of us here, that's not very much gold each. So if you give us a thousand, oh, you said you you got loads of money. That sounds better. I mean, any ape that would pay a thousand gold for transport up the island would surely pay two thousand. I mean, you're a you're a great warlord, right? I mean, you you must be loaded, someone with all, all your intelligence and money and leadership ability. Mm. You say nice words, but also I could just kill you and take boat. <laughs> like I say, I'm smart. I could learn how to ride it. <laughs> Well, <laughs> oh man, I feel like Pip is almost like stifling laughter himself, yeah, kind like, of thing. Yeah, uh, and like, and, the, and this great ape is sort of like as you guys are trying to bargain with it, he has gone down. Like he put his two hands on the ground, and his head is getting much closer to you as a group. Oh, as he starts, like you feel like just like massive, just gusts of breath hitting you as he's like thousand gold, so good bad. price. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We tell you what, we, we, we got work to do, we have, and um, if if all you can afford is a thousand gold, then I suppose a thousand gold it'll have to be. But perhaps we could get you to give us a hand. We got some Ooh. trouble to take care of, and a, a great warlord like yourself would no doubt have no problem at all in, in helping us with our little challenges. Hmm. Hmm. Where, what, is your, what is your duty? What is your mission? What are you doing? Well, I'm not the leader here. I'm that that's uh, Pip over here, so he can explain all about it. <laughs> Pip's just been like daydreaming this whole time. Just... <laughs> yeah, Pip's now like looking at this giant ape. It's kind of like ah. Uh, well, uh, do you know Eloise and her sister Strava? Yes, I I work with Eloise somewhat, but I don't like her. Oh. She uh, crazy. Um, <laughs> that. May very well be true. Uh, however, we are also uh, helping her mm. uh, to eliminate her sister Strava. Maybe mm. you can help us do that, and we can help you get off the island and become a great warlord. 
Hmm. Yes, this is this good deal. I like that. Um, I don't like Isle of Moon, um, but I can help you get through the sunken ruins without being hurt. Um, oh. That place dangerous. Hmm. Many bad things live there. Uh, Pip kind of looks at everybody. Hmm. Cedric and Fennec both kind of nod and shrug. They're like, literally, this is the best deal we're going to get. Also, I don't want to get killed by a giant gorilla. Yeah. You don't get yeah, some yeah, probably, probably good not to piss off the 20-foot tall gorilla. Yeah. <laughs> not gorilla, big <laughs> ape. <laughs> gorilla kind I, of I, ape, but not me. Fair enough. I am a giant ape. ape. <laughs> great ape, yes. Yeah. Ah, so you're your own genus. He probably looks like basically like a big chimpanzee, if anything else. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> which oh, is wow. honestly horrifying. <laughs> Just a twenty yes, a twenty foot yeah. chimp is the most horrifying yeah. oh thing. God. Honestly, <laughs> a, a regular chimp. A regular is chimp is already scary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just like, yeah. When he when he leans down to us, he's got the teeth as yeah. he's talking, and you're just like, man. Yeah. His teeth are real big. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so sharp. Uh, okay. I will... Uh, all right, all right, uh, <clears throat> Gormaz. Uh, yeah, that's that sounds good. If you can get us across the maze of ruins hmm. uh, and we succeed in our quest, we'll take you with us when we leave. Good. I will help you with the ruins and then I'll meet you at and- beach with all my stuff. And your and the gold, the thousand gold for us. Yes, of course. I of course. I, 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 I I keep my word. So do we, right? Silence. Well, maybe you can lead the way then. <laughs> yeah, he just tells you to like follow him. And he starts walking through the jungle. He starts. He basically starts just like clearing the path for you, because um, like basically it's just basically all these really dense jungle. So he just starts like ripping out stuff just to clear a path. So he has to just walk through. Um, he's not like you can tell. He's not explicitly just destroy just destroying everything in his path. He's only seems to be destroying what he needs for you guys. Just walk through like unhindered. Um, as he just sort of goes through. This uh, you guys, it takes another hour to get to the maze of ruins. Um and as you can see here now, now that you're now that you're actually here, it's like this looks like a bunch of different buildings that have sunken into a big swamp. It smells awful. Um there's a bunch of like some are, are crumbling kind of towers. There's regular houses. You can see mu- a lot of things that have just been this was probably once a fantastic city, but at this point is just sort of a honestly kind of a bit of a nightmare world. Um, and you, you see, um, Gormaz is sort of very, um, timidly sort of putting his foot in certain places of the swamp, because you can see at a certain point when he puts down, like, his whole, like, foot, and then up to, like, maybe, like, half of his calf goes through down into the swamp, um, and he sort of just has you guys in groups, he kind of just has you go onto his palm, 
Um, and he starts just basically trying to put you onto basically just like little paths, little uh, roofs and houses for you guys to sort of just like uh, crawl over. Um, also, I'm glad you, it's funny you guys about this deal because this is going to be a much harder section if you guys <laughs> didn't. I just have to roll on Gormaz on the on the on the encounter table just now, so this worked out. Uh, but he just starts nice. helping you guys out. Um, and he... uh, Gormaz, uh, can I ask you a question? Maybe like as he's like lifting a pip and chisel. Yeah. Why, why don't you like Eloise? <sighs> I I can't read her well. She she has moments of where she's not herself, where Eloise is gone and somebody else is there. I I Ooh. I can't explain well, but um. I work for Something her. Something in her eyes. Yeah? yeah, she don't don't trust her. She she does not keep her word. Okay, thank you. And we do just... though. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We, you you said, yeah. <laughs> we, we keep our word, huh? You and us, huh? Both both primates word and... keepers. <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot in common if you think about it. <laughs> Oh, that's great. And so, yeah, he just brings you over to the other side. Um, over, it takes you guys probably another two hours to just get everybody over there. Um, so it's been five hours basically so far. Um, you guys sort of got up around 8 a.m. Um, so it's starting to get like sort of early afternoon time. Um, the sun, the sun's obviously still, actually the sun's probably highest in the air right now. It's really hot. Like the entire jungle around you is steaming from the, the mass amount of heat. You guys are probably trying to find cover while you're waiting for the rest of the group to finally get finished. Um, after Gormaz brings the last group over, um, he sort of gives you a big nod and he says, I will see you back at beach where your ship is. Um, do not disappoint me. And he sort of walks back towards, uh, like the, uh, out of the sun direction. Oh, um, that, worked that out was well. interesting. Um, do you... I, I I think we should try and talk to this um uh, this Strava bit, bit, bit before we kill her. I mean um this uh, this Eloise is apparently unreliable and uh, a little chaotic. So but maybe there's no harm in asking. Is there in uh, finding out the other side of the story? Well, the thing is, though, you know, we don't really care about Eloise. It's it's the court of chaos. We don't want to piss off. You know. Clavgarak sent me here. Us. <clears throat> That's a lot of D20s. Yeah, that looks scary. <laughs> oh, no. Don't worry about it, guys. I'm sure it's nothing. Well, I, I mean, maybe just, just quickly ask her. And, and if, if she sounds um, like she does want to take over the world, then perhaps we should uh, dispatch her. Play it by ear. Yes, yes. I think I think that was all I was asking. <laughs> I think we do well when we improvise. <laughs> Absolutely. You can never judge a book by its cover, you know. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, you get the eyeball guy, and he seems like yeah, maybe he's not a great guy, but here he is giving us work. Oh no, more dice. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Just keep talking. Don't worry about it. We're going to die <laughs> soon. Let's move away from this horrible swamp. <laughs> Immediately. 
<clears throat> it looks as though there's a rather large mountain in front of us, though. With two peaks, yeah. Um, let's skirt around it, maybe, and stick to the valleys, or we can just go straight over. Yeah, so this is, because the, the first part doesn't, didn't matter too much because of just the way things went overall. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys were actually very efficient with how you did things. Um, but yeah, as you can sort of tell, this map isn't the best, but you can kind of tell it's a topographical map. Um, those, obviously those, those peaks will make it take longer to get through. But it might also be long by you guys going around. Um, basically, uh, you can move um, four squares an hour on normal, uh, normal terrain. Basically, as you go up on the cliffs, it starts to become harder and harder as you know as time goes by. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, um, so you guys can go through there if you want, go up those mountains, or you guys can go around. It's up to you. Uh, I'll see if I can actually describe what you guys see there, just so you might have a better idea of what you're dealing with. Uh, okay, never mind. No, it's not something you'd see. But yeah, but it is basically some mountains before. This this in the back is actually a volcano where she is, but these are just sort of like mountainous, kind of a little mountainous range. Um, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we get to, before we get to all that though, um, as you guys are sort of deciding which way you guys want to go, um, you guys have sort of left the, the sunken ruins area. Thank God. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, you guys do see when you're sort of like between kind of like a, a small sort of cliff and a valley, uh, you see that some of the things that you thought were just sort of like mossy rocks actually get up and start scuttling towards you at a very alarming speed. Um, and you can tell these are some sort of weird kind of thorny crabs and they're just sort of snipping their arms out towards you. Um, you see four of them, they're all on the same side and they're all just sort of charging straight at the group. It seems like there's maybe some of your hirelings or some of the smaller ones that they're going for. Um, and so we are going to go into initiative here as these things are about maybe 20 feet away. Um, they do move somewhat fast, um, but you guys aren't by any means trapped having to fight these things if you don't want to. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. so you know, the, the basic area you guys are, is, uh, you're on the side of it, right next to basically a big cliff face going up towards the mountains, and on your and to your left there is sort of like the sort of, um, uh, I guess, sort of swampy, sort of marshy kind of lands. Not quite the ruins, but not quite... Uh... Yeah, kind of a wetland. Yeah, sort of like, I guess, mm-hmm. in, in between. Um, but yeah, you guys can give me your initiative. Just roll with the highest agility, right? Uh, yeah, I think it's easiest uh, to do that. I, I'll leave it. I'll, you know, I'll ask you guys what you want to do in terms of like uh, speeding things up. You can either do uh, both your both your initiatives, both your characters, or you can just do one for your entire group. I'll let you guys decide. What would you guys prefer? Um, would you prefer just one initiative for everybody that you're controlling, or would you prefer to do um, two initiatives? I'm kind of inclined to towards. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I personally, I think one is probably easier. Of course, yeah. you know, you have the, the possibility of rolling lower or whatever. Yeah, that, that's that's the why I want to give it, I want to give you guys the choice, because there is the trade-off that if you roll low, you might have uh, basically everybody going low, but um, it's up to you guys. I'm not, I'm, I'm fine with either way. Um, what are you saying, John? Oh, no, I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> Jack, Martin, what are your thoughts? Yeah, let's just do one. It's fiddly to do. Yep. Yeah, I think yeah. I'm a group. Sounds good to me. And it honestly really doesn't change all that much depending on the fights anyway. So I'm not really too worried about it. So you guys can just give me your initiative when you uh, can. All right. So Dan, you're at 15. Nice. Uh, Jack, you're at 8. 
Doyle Ninja, Nay Weaver. <laughs> <laughs> Three for Martin. And seven for Cedric. All right. Mm-hmm. Or uh, for John, rather. All right. Um, so two of these creatures are going first. Um, I'd say who's uh, who's hirelings would be in the front because I'm assuming you guys have sort of have a big mix of groups, and I know you guys have all actually said that these guys are fodder. Um, so what what two hirelings <laughs> you guys think would be like in the front? Anybody? Uh, I don't know. I got a blacksmith and a merchant. All right. So John's uh, not John. Dan's blacksmith is up front. Uh, anybody else? I'm just gonna do these two attacks uh, real quick here. Uh, my guy that I've named Barry Cheese. Barry Cheese, cheesemaker. Okay, yeah. so okay, so so this is this one's on the blacksmith as this sort of crab creature comes scuttling across the rocks, um, and his big claw goes for the blacksmith. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, he's probably gonna kill this guy in one hit. Um, yeah, NAC. Oh Ooh. no, no, you're good. Ooh. And this is for the cheesemaker. That's definitely going to oh, hit. Oh, mother of God. <laughs> <laughs> Not Barry. <laughs> Not Barry Cheesemaker. Uh, and six damage on that one. I'm assuming Barry's dead. <laughs> uh, yeah, Barry is like minus two hit points now. So, yeah, so <laughs> his Barry... guts are on the floor. <laughs> yeah, so this thing just comes in, just snips off both his legs, and then just snips <laughs> into his neck um, as he goes down. Um, all right, so there goes Barry. <laughs> uh, well... <laughs> And then next, it's uh, Dan. So there's four of these creatures. Two of them are on the group, and two are just further back, scaling towards you guys. Um. Uh, I think Pip's thinking about running. I don't know where the group's head is at necessarily. <laughs> do we, we want to fight these things? Uh. Do they look particularly like bad? Or... Yeah. Which. <laughs> What'd you say, Martin? Do they look particularly bad, or do they just look kind of alright? Um, they look decently. They look pretty heavily armored. Um, in terms of like the damage they just did on that guy, that is pretty typical. I mean, for these monsters, that I mean, they 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 have done fairly, I guess, normal damage for creatures you guys are going to come across or have come across. So they're scary, but like. These things aren't like the most horrifying thing ever. Basically, imagine I mean, coconut crabs are terrifying. So, imagine sort of coconut crabs with like a bunch of like thorns coming out of them. Um, and that, that's a sort and of moss and moss, yeah. So, since uh, Blacksmith <laughs> is uh, standing right in front of one of these things, uh, he'll try and swing his hammer, okay? Uh, uh yeah, that, that's not gonna hit. Um, uh-huh, and, uh-huh. and you're, yeah, uh, yeah, and you're, yeah. I'm gonna say the hirelings can't use luck just to keep it simple. Yeah, yeah. He has really good luck, though. I'll say that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they can all. They, they might always turn into adventures if other people die. So don't you worry. <laughs> Ooh, okay. <Yeah. laughs> Guys got good stats. It's always, it's always uh, an easy grab. Yeah. And uh, Chisel's gonna uh, fall back a few steps. Uh, he's gonna kind of run back and then take a shot with his long bow. Okay. 11 to hit. 11 is not going to hit. The AC is 16. Oh my goodness. Yeah, these are pretty heavily armored, like I said. So yeah, this arrow just skips right off of this thing. Um, 
And Chisel says, run! <laughs> and uh, it, it kind of like looks at the blacksmith and the merchant <laughs> and at Chisel. And he, he runs away from the crabs. <laughs> Sounds and good. The, mer- the merchant is kind of like panicking. <clears throat> and he kind of like stumbles a little bit and lashes out with his dagger uh, at the at the crab that's in front of the blacksmith. Nice, that oh, does yeah. it. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. He he finds he he finds uh, some good he finds some good crab meat between the shells and just sort of stabs through it. Uh, it's yeah, still it's going, but I was <laughs> he's like tripping over his own feet, like kind of falling backwards. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's totally by accident. Yeah, it's still going, but uh, that was a really good slash across it, and a lot of uh, a lot of blood comes out of this creature. Um, is that all your characters, Dan? It is. All right, uh, Jack, you're next. Um. Okay, so we just got one one that's hurt, right? Uh, that's, one that's, that's hurt, it. and three others that are fine. Yeah, and there's two on the group, and two are back. Okay. Um. Yeah, I think Doyle probably just dive for the one that's already hurt. Okay. With the axe. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> one, two, no. Okay. So yeah, so he's not um, he's not gonna hit, but uh. Yeah. I, I'm, assuming, I'm assuming you're not burning luck for uh for that. No, no, yeah. no, not for some random enemy. Um, and then. Yeah, Ixie will just follow him in. Okay. With a spear. Nice, that, holy shit. Okay, and this is, is this the hurt one? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, so you just go right in. Um, does Ixie, okay, that's something cool, yeah. Yeah, so he just immediately stabs this thing, and it's dead. Immediately, you sort of see it does these little, like, death throws, and it has a little, little rattle, but then it's gone. So that's one gone there, guys, and there's three left. Nice, nice. Um, those are all your characters, uh, Jack. Yep, you're not, you're not gonna use oh, your my, my other dudes. Uh, go on, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they'll go to the other crab that's that's engaged with us and okay. try to get them. Um, forgot we had those, I just had their pages open too, and I just immediately forgot <laughs> they existed. <laughs> all right, I don't think these guys are probably gonna hit, but no. Nope. And... <laughs> oh, natural 20, critical strike. Right. Extra, extra D3. Awesome. So you just uh, roll that. All right. Nice. That's a good <laughs> hit. Yeah. It's just, it's just, you, you just see it come down, just gives a good clubbing, and you start seeing like a Yeah, bunch what is of... this club? This dude's like trying to tenderize a crab. Yeah, it's just a bunch <laughs> of like crab shells just sort of like fall, like going like into your faces and stuff. Just he's like, tamed a he's crab just going before. crazy on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm picturing like a chair leg he's got. You know? <laughs> yeah. The crabs only respect you if you beat them. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus uh, Christ, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this next one's going, and he's gonna go for the one that just started like going crazy in the front, just uh, hammering with the <laughs> with the club. So this crab's going next. Uh, nope. Nice. Hey. Uh, and then it's the psychological ne- <laughs> warfare means it's terrified of him. Yeah. Oh Jesus. Yeah. Um, the next one is gonna go. Um, let's see here. Who was it that attacked there? Oh, Ixie's there. Yeah. So let's go for Ixie. Uh, this other one's gonna go right for him. Nope. Nice. <laughs> no, these things are just going crazy, just trying to snap at you guys and cannot get a hit in. All right, John, it's your turn. 
Um, so Fennec is going to charge and n- <laughs> like get his boot under it and flip over one of the crabs. <laughs> nice. Probably the one that just charged Ixie. Um, so let's see. That is a uh, that's a deed I'm trying to do. So let's figure out. Roll 20 for a second. Roll 20? You're on the wrong fucking thing, dude. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, <you're laughs> off. No wonder you can't do it. Yeah. Uh, no wonder. Uh, sorry, I just wanted to think, check real quick. Uh, Warrior. Oh, sorry. I was like, I, <laughs> because I haven't done one yet, I don't remember from other... Oh, right. Were you trying to figure out? How, just how to do it. <laughs> oh, um, you should be able to just click on it. It should just work. I think it should be set up already for you. This is Fennec, right? Yeah. Yeah, just, if you, I think if I think I have it set up there. Yeah, I have it set up for you. So Fennec can just attack, um, and, and the D-die will go okay. in. And if it if it's, he should have, oh, one second, though. Fennec's a D-die should be a D4, though. Not a D3. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so if you want to just roll me roll me an attack. Um and if it's a three or if it's a three or more then it'll it'll actually go off, like it'll flip them. Which it is. Um so uh he doesn't hit, but if you burn three yeah, luck. But he does flip over the he, uh well no, because it you need to both hit oh. and and like to actually get the deed off, you need to both hit and get the deed at the same yeah. time. Yeah. Um don't forget you guys do have fleeing luck. Uh you all have one oh, each. Right. Marn has two. One each. Um, because he rolled natural 20 when doing his patron bond thing be- right before the game. Um, so you guys can use that if you want to. Um, but yeah, uh, so you, you weren't able to do that. Fag just sort of slips on, gets one of the thorns into his foot. Um, uh, I mean, I would give up a fleeting luck for that to I, hit. I think I'll, no, then I'll do it because it's my one. Uh, yeah, I'll make that three or well, four and you, you. You're going to need three more though. The AC 16. Yeah, you need oh, three more. Yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah. That's my mistake. Right. You, uh, can, you can have one of mine. But yeah, I'll get, I'll give one up. Yeah, me too. Right. Perfect. There you go. Yeah. So you just flip him up and just sort of um, smash into him. Um, that should be. Uh, it's too good. You just rolled a two on that. Uh, but yeah, five points of damage. This is the one that's that's uh, that's already hurt. I'm assuming. Uh, it was the one that charged Ixie. Ixie. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. So that's two of them that are hurt. Uh, all right. Uh, John, do you have you have other, you have other characters? That was just the I have other characters. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Cedric is then going to fire his crossbow at the flipped one. Okay, nice. Yeah, his AC bone, his the AC of this creature is going to be lower because it's flipped over. Um. Uh, it's the AC is just fourteen. Um, blast. Um, uh, I'm not going to burn a permanent point of luck for that. Yeah. Um, it was a good idea, but <laughs> no, hey, I'll, I'll burn another fleeting luck for. There you go. That's <laughs> three the w- points of damage, Martin. <laughs> oh, you know, you may roll one next, so it's not a bad idea, really. <laughs> right. So yeah, so if you if you burn that luck, yeah, you fire a crossbow bolt right into him, uh, which hurts him even more. He's almost dead. Uh, good shot. Wait, give me a second. I just noticed it didn't add my dex. It added my strength modifier. Oh, really? Okay, so that does hit then. Uh, so. So if you mouse over the roll and go down to the eleven, yeah, uh, the plus two is my old dex modifier. But my dex modifier is now three, so oh. it's fourteen. So it is fourteen. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah. So you just get, you gotta change the to hit to be there. I'll just do it for you. Yeah, that's thanks. 
Yeah, no worries. Okay, so you still have your fleeing left, Martin, because uh, that does hit, and the crossbow bolt uh, goes true. Um, and yeah, hurts him. All right. Uh, yeah, that, I I was just like, oh, that's weird. Um, yeah, no, it's all good. And then <laughs> my last character is Zach Caller, who is a tax collector. <laughs> um, he has a long sword, and he's gonna try his best. <laughs> on the fallen one no uh, <laughs> oh, damn, if no, he had no hit you life. that'd be some great damage if he had hit I know but such is life it is what it is alright Martin your turn there's uh, there's three still alive two are hurt that's cool so Chuck with his new kind of he's still a hireling but he's kind of this senior hireling is going to start <laughs> instructing the other two he's going to say to the uh, the dwarven herder you go you go over there and now you, you you make sure you uh, whack it with your crook or whatever you got there and uh <laughs> confident ask this um yeah well i, I you must have a dagger go, go and go and slice that one off see if you can get some white meat out of the legs <laughs> and uh he's sounding very uh yeah very authoritarian this guy um so the dwarven herder's gonna have a go at one of the crabs okay um, anyone in particular doesn't doesn't really matter. Uh, there's, yeah, I mean, there's two hurt ones. So I don't know if you want to go for one of the hurt ones yeah. or the one who's unhurt. Okay, yeah, we'll go for a hurt one. Sounds good. Nice, good hit. Ooh. That's one point of damage. <laughs> of course. All right. Uh, both still up. Give me another. Give me your next and guy. Gone off list. Uh, not gonna oh. hit. <laughs> My He's God, these last ones are also rough. Anyway. Yeah, <laughs> just a thousand paper cuts. <laughs> uh, Jedediah goes, oh, "Go on then, Chuck. It's your go now." <laughs> Chuck's hanging back a bit. Uh, I uh, just need sixteen to hit. Uh, uh, I'll let Chuck do whatever. Chuck's Chuck's been here longer. He gets he he can just use his luck if you need him to. The other guys are all just random guys from the boat. Oh, Chuck okay. has a name. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Chuck will burn a permanent luck. He's only got one hit point, so he may as well use his luck. Yep. And you're going to use and your fleeing luck, or fleeing luck as well? Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's that just nice. immediately kills one. Chuck, uh, Chuck just starts slashing away with his hand axe and kills another one. So there's only two left: one hurt and one unhurt. Well done, Chuck. That wasn't too bad. That. And then uh, Jedediah is going to have a go himself, and. Let's see Jedediah's weapon. Where have you gone, Jedediah's weapon? <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> he's going to run up one with his his trusty pitchfork. Oh, I'm going to have you. <laughs> he says, "Oh, there you go. Nice. Natural twenty, uh, critical hit. Oh my god, <laughs> Jesus! Nice. Uh, oh. And yeah, give me an extra three d four. Crabs on the menu this evening. <laughs> <laughs> as you pitchforks the fucking crab. Yeah, that's that's nice. definitely gonna kill it. Yeah, as you just sort of uh, just sort of pitchfork it and uh and it just turns around and goes, You you gotta get it in the eyes. If you get it in the eyes, you'll get it, you will. <laughs> right, He's just that, stabbing uh, it into a little crab face. <laughs> <laughs> that's horrible. Uh and Martin, I think it's Chris who's left. Or yeah. Yeah, so just just Chris and Chris goes. Oh, this violence! I don't know. Um, maybe maybe I can persuade it to um to go to sleep. Oh boy, oh. fumble. Okay. Um. So, uh, lost, failure, and worse. Uh, roll me a d six, modified by your luck. Uh, Chris has no luck. 
Six. All right. Uh, so two or plus is a misfire, so that's the best you can hope for. So misfire. Um, Caster immediately falls into a natural sleep, so you guys just see Chris just sort of immediately try and cast a spell and just immediately start snoring and just hit the ground right into, like, the swampy, uh, marsh. Um, <laughs> so that's Chris. Perfect. Um, thankfully it's just a natural sleep, so she can be aroused by being shaken. Um, and then it's, uh, Dan's turn. Okay. Uh... <laughs> Uh, so my two hirelings uh, are still kind of the closest to these uh, creatures. There's just one left, yeah? Yeah, there's only one left, So yeah. uh, Blacksmith uh, is going to run in, swinging his hammer. Oh, I saw it roll slowly on the 50. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Merchant uh, takes another swing with his dagger. He's feeling a little more confident now. He got lucky last time. And he got lucky again. Damn, nice. Two, point, two points of damage. <laughs> Just let little slices on this guy. Okay. Uh, who's and, next? And uh, <laughs> Chisel uh, pulls back the string on his longbow and lets fly. He's going to try to... Oh. I was going to say... Oh, nice. I was going to say he's going to try to blind... He's going to try to like aim for one of the eye stalks. Yeah. And blind this. It goes right through the eye stalk, like into the body, and the last one is also dead. It just, nice. goes, it just goes down <laughs> and pip so like and then pip is kind of like is, he's in the process of running away and sees that all these things went down in about five seconds and he kind of <laughs> like good job guys good job that's the way to handle things <clears throat> awesome round um yeah so these there's just four dead crabs because they're sort of like in this marshland like i said you guys some Keep going down south. We're going to take a quick break here, though. Just grab coffees, uh, bathroom, all that sort of stuff. We're at the two-hour mark. Um, but, yeah, but you guys can decide afterwards, like, what way you want to go. If you guys are going to go through the cliffs or around the island the long way. So, we'll decide that when we get back. Uh, what were you guys thinking? Uh, cut through the mountains or, like, follow the beach? I was thinking it might actually be in our interest to go to one of the peaks and try and maybe scout the oh. volcano a little bit. I like that. Get a lay of the land kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, like, one of the ones, like, play. right here, like, next to you? Uh, like, yeah, that was my thinking. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, there's no way to know, like, what the height is, but, like, figuring roughly. Yeah. No, the, the reason why I'm asking is because just depending on what area you guys are going to, it changes on what you might be coming across. <laughs> <laughs> so, Alright guys, you got four peaks to have <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And they're all terrible choices. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I think uh, You guys really should have stuck with the valleys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you said the other maps uh, from this suck. It, just it's, hard to interpret. Honestly, or... honestly, I just think I like this. I like this module a lot for a lot of fun stuff it has. It has a very fun pulpy adventure feel, and a lot of the things it does, it does really cool. Mm -hmm. But I am not gonna lie. I am a little bit confused about certain things, so I'm basically just kind of having to make executive decisions on how things work here and there. Because sure. sometimes I'm just like, this is. I think this leads to here, and I think this does that, but I'm not totally <laughs> sure. And there's a whole, like, timetable I have to keep track of, of, like, things oh, happening good. in the background. So it's just one of those things where, like, it's fun, but it's it's also like, oh, okay, so there's this and that. It's there's not... 
a lot of stuff kind of going on in the background yeah, for you. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I know I know what that's mm-hmm. all about. Yeah. There's a lot of that in the, the Alien RPG where you know there's all these like events you oh, kind of yeah. have to like mm-hmm. keep track of uh, and there some are definitely going to happen, some are possible things that could happen and you got to kind of yeah. mix them in as you exactly. see fit. Yeah, exactly. Like um, you, you guys have also like by doing some of the things you've done, you've sidestepped some pretty bad things. So so far, you've yay. already done some smart stuff. Um, so it's been thank it's, God it's for Gormas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. We smart. All I could think when uh, that Gormaz was talking was uh, the Simpsons episode where the uh, the dolphins uh, uh, start talking. They do like a bird spoof, and it's like. Snarky talk, man. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, and he just <laughs> starts speaking like very intellectually. <laughs> what I meant to say was, <laughs> that's funny. Chris is destined never to cast this sleep spell. It's yeah, uh, it's a very powerful. That's worked in the past. <laughs> Only a... slightly. <laughs> it hasn't been yeah. super effective, and that's where. <laughs> yeah, you you got lucky though with the fumble. At least it could have been worse if you rolled a yeah. one on that d six. I was like corruption, corruption. Yeah. corruption I have not seen corruption, corruption DC in a long time, so I'm I'm excited for whenever corruption possibly happens. <laughs> oh yeah, it's one of those things where it's will. like, look, the worst, the, the particular combination is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that that's going out of your head. That sleep one seems to be the best thing, though, in terms of fumbling on, because it looks like two plus is a misfire, whereas some of them are like um, four or five is a misfire sort of thing, where it's like it's a yeah. much higher chance that you're going to corrupt. Well, yeah, the more powerful the spell, the yeah, more. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, the oh. corruptions on higher level spells gets really bad. Uh-huh. I believe it. I love that clarve garak image yeah it's good uh, is that from the last module it is, yeah each each uh, lord has their own picture and the stuff that's, they might give you and cool. stuff doug kovacs uh he fucking kills it oh yeah, yeah. all the artists yeah. that they get usually for dcc do some amazing jobs thematically yeah where did uh where did wizard run off to you mm-hmm. better not be shit posting he, he posted it shit posting <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah. so you said start with adam for a little bit all right cool um all right uh yeah so what do you guys want to do do you guys want to go to one of the peaks yeah i think that sounds cool yeah okay yeah um Let's give it a peaks. yeah i think it's a good idea uh so which one do you guys want to go to which uh there's basically every one of those plus signs is a, is a peak um mm-hmm. like so i don't know which you guys can just circle or just ping whichever one you'd like to go to so i so did we cross like straight lines so we're here? Yeah, you're basically you're basically in the general area of the yeah, where our pings okay, are. Yeah. Like yeah, you're you're off of the ruins, um, and you're sort of just like on a bit more firmer ground. And so you can decide mm-hmm. if you want to stay on that ground or go up, but yeah, you just had to go up, so Yeah, uh Cedric's like, Well you see, preparation is half the battle, so I say we go up the hill, get a lay of the land, figure out maybe we can spy this strange astral bird thing's nest and well, maybe that'll help. He's like shrugging as he says that. <laughs> well, that's a Chisel's kind of nodding. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, go on. Uh, no, Chisel's just kind of nodding at him. He's like, "Yeah, maybe we don't even need to get to the peak. 
per se, but if we can just get an overview of uh, the land before us, that would be, that's a great idea, I think. Fennec. Yeah. Well, you, well, you, you beg a peek then. And, and we'll just <laughs> enjoy it. Fennec's just like, eeny, meeny, miny. Uh, 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 uh. Nah. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, the left one. The southernmost of the two. He's just like, yep, that's... You asked me to make a decision. <laughs> so, uh, which one? Sorry, I, I, was like just, it. I was just looking at a thing. Um, which one are you picking? Uh, that one there? Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. So, um, you guys start making your way up the cliffs. You guys are able to climb them. Um, it is somewhat sheer here and there, but I think between all of you and your um, hireling stuff, the biggest the biggest problem you guys really run to is just the, like, the, the time that passes more than anything else. Um, as you guys are getting to the peak, the sun is starting to set. You still have some time to look around in the light. Um, the one thing, um, John, for, uh, I would say for Cedric, since you're, it seems like John, uh, Cedric's kind of leading this sort of, this yeah, idea here. pretty much. I, I want to give me, uh, give me an intelligence check for him. Yeah. Okay. No, oh no. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> okay. Um, so you guys start uh, climbing the peaks, um, and you get to you get pretty high up, um, and you look across the valley there towards where you need to go towards the volcano. Um, it, lo- it looks like there's some activity there, but what you notice before anything else is that right where that smaller X is, um, you see what looks like a circle of opalescent stone monoliths topped with crystal spheres. Uh, surround a deep bowl-shaped depression. Um, so it's kind of hard to see what's actually like inside the bowl, but you do notice mm-hmm. some sort of um, uh, some sort of big stone is kind of sticking out of that bowl. You can't see what anything else that's inside that bowl, but you do see something sort of coming out of it. Um, with the sun setting, it's a little bit hard to it's a little bit hard to tell what it is. Um, but uh, who would be in the back of the of the group? Like as you guys are all sort of like on the top of this peak, and you're looking out, who would be in the back? Do you guys think of like PCs, not not hirelings? My first instinctive reaction is to say, "Not me," but um... <laughs> that means it's you. <laughs> you probably would be Chris. Yeah. All right, Chris, give me an yeah. intelligence check. Still a bit sleepy from her earlier uh, mistake. <laughs> Okay, so Chris, it it's hard for you to really see. I guess you are you are an elf, aren't you? So you actually uh, you have um, you have infrared vision. Your infrared vision uh, picks up some pretty horrifying things behind you. Um, it picks up. Um, let's see here. Holy shit! You see sixteen creatures about a hundred feet below you, scuttling up. That all. I guess the best way I could describe them are arachnid men. Um, they look somewhat like driders, but also their their features are definitely not... There's nothing human really about them other than part of their appendages look a bit, I guess, humanoid-like. But overall, there's eight legs. It has... Um, what's the name? What's the... Uh, Part of the spire, the, the the back part. What's the uh, yeah the thorax? Um, thorax, yeah. Like it all looks very uh, admin thorax of like the of the spider. And they look more spider than men, but there are like arms and stuff coming out of them, um, and they are very silently coming up towards you. They are like I said, they're they're a hundred feet below, so they are um, 
they are pretty far away. But you do see them definitely watching you. And they're not they're not running full charge, but they are scuttling up as a group um, towards your group. Chris is going to point this out and go, um, I say, there's look look down there, there's these, these spider creatures. There's, well, hundreds of them. <laughs> 16 at least. Yeah. <laughs> 16 that you can see. Yeah. Um, and I would say anybody um, looking can probably make out at least a few of them, um, but not all of them, just from the darkness, from the sun setting. Is there any wood? Can we build a little fire? Um, yeah, I would say you guys would either at least have stuff for torches and that sort of stuff, I would say, um, between all of you. Is, is this like a defensible place we're at at all, or can we maybe, let's try to find a defensible place? Um behind us or something yeah so you guys are sort of like you guys aren't at the full peak of the mountain because of just how thin it goes off but i would say mm -hmm. um you are probably on like a little like mountain pass so like probably to like your direct right is just sheer cliff going up once again and i would say to your left is um just a full drop off about just like down to the bottom basically if you if you fall down there it's probably you're probably going to tumble for a few hundred feet um, but where you are right now there's loads of rocks um it's somewhat smooth and like you're all, how many are left of you? 15? All 15 of you are able to, like, find pretty good footing here. This probably isn't the worst defensible place, um, but you could try looking for something else if you are looking for anything in particular. Um, it'll probably be, like, luck checks and that sort of thing. But right now, you're basically, I guess, cornered here to an extent. As in, you could keep going up a little bit, but you can't really go down without running into these guys, um, more than likely. Or without them cutting you off. Oh, now I see why Gormaz doesn't like this island. <laughs> yeah. Mm. It doesn't oh. seem like there's any escape, per se. Maybe oh, we should off a cliff. fight. Is it a cliff, or is it like just the other side of a mountain? <laughs> uh, usually yeah, on, like... the side, on the side of a mountain, basically. So basically, just imagine, like... like to your left is basically a cliff going all the way down. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah, gotcha. But you are like on the side of a mountain. Um so like that you could you could still go up a little bit. Um there is a little bit of space for you to retreat to if you need to, if they if you guys stay where you are, but you are running out of space basically with a group this big up here. Is there um, a way to like continue on and kind of try to keep ahead of these things as they're are they're coming up behind like, us? Yeah, they're like kinda... like they're they're coming from the from the east. If you want to keep oh. going west, you guys could try that, like on the other side of the mountain. You guys are definitely going to need to use... You guys are going to basically have to like scale down the mountain, though, and they might catch up to you. Um, but there is a chance you could go that way, but that's definitely you guys grabbing out your ropes and uh, like hooks and stuff and basically trying to scale down the mountain back down the, like on the other side. Basically, yeah, the, the trail that uh, I think John's drawing right there is perfect. You guys sort of went yeah. across that way, went up the mountain. They're basically following you up the side of the mountain that you guys went up in. And you guys can go down the mountain on their side, or the side where they are, if you want to deal with them that way. But you guys also can go down on the other side. You, there is. I'm not gonna say it's impossible to outrun them. They seem to be much more agile on the sides of cliffs than you guys are. But there is a chance if you roll really well, that you guys could at least get away. Um, no saying how far they'll follow you, though. What time is it? Uh, it is just like the sun is just setting. Like there's just enough light. Um, but basically, most of the group can't see all the Arachnid men that you could see. Um, the only ones they can see are some people with infrared vision can see all of them. Um, but they see like just like the black sort of uh, silhouettes scuttling towards you guys. 
And if there's any questions, I, I can I can elaborate more if this is at all confusing for anybody about what the situation is here. And, um, I'm just like, 16 feels like pretty bad odds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know we have like the hirelings and everything and that there is quite a few of us, but... And the hirelings are essentially... If they're even like one to go to go into yeah to go into mechanics, I guess if they're even one hit die monsters, they're better than yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And to um to add to it, I'll say that um Chris, you do notice that they all do have um well look like swords. Um some are unsheathed, others are sheathed. They're not all out and like coming straight at you. Um mm -hmm. but uh, yeah. And they are a hundred feet away. They are they are a decent way down. Um a chisel uh says, What about all these rocks? What if Maybe we can start some sort of uh, rock slide or, or avalanche to impede their progress. That's a good idea. Yeah. Mm. Or maybe we can just throw rocks down at them and, and use our bows and such. Yeah. I mean, so mechanically how I would do this with you guys, if that's your plan, just to, if we're just kind of ironing out sort of different ideas you guys have here, I would say because I don't think you really need to do a strength check because there's like 15 of you throwing rocks down on the side of a cliff won't be hard to do for you guys. It would probably be a luck check or a few luck checks to see how many they hit. And then also probably a sneak attack round for you or a surprise round for you guys. If you guys all firing off whatever ranged weapons you have, and then we probably do initiative of them getting closer and you guys doing whatever in those rounds, just to give you guys the idea of the mechanics behind what you do that way. Otherwise, if you guys are going to try and run as your other plan, this is, and we'll, I'll say more mechanics as you guys keep making up plans. If you have any other ones, um, that'll probably be more like agility and strength checks as you guys are trying to just clamber down the side of the rock and try and keep up. Some of you may get left behind. Some of you may keep moving. Um, they're both, they're both good ideas, and they both could end badly. But um, that's uh, <laughs> but those are so far the two options you guys have come up with, if I'm not mistaken. And if you have any other ones, I'll try and elaborate what that means mechanically, so you guys have a better idea of what you're going to be up against. Um. I'm all up for running away from this one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm up for either or, totally. You can yeah, also do you can also do a mix of both if you want to. Like that's you're not you're not solid on one or the other if you want to. Uh, you guys, all you hirelings, yeah. wait here. Yeah. we're gonna go check <laughs> out something <laughs> on the other side of that rock. Uh, you're gonna say Jack? You're gonna, you're gonna say um, yeah. I, normally, I'd be for running away, but the way that Alex framed that it just sounds like we. It's a decent chance we would just get put in a position where some people get left behind and end up having to fight them anyway because they mm. fail checks. Hmm. And that's just a worse situation generically, I guess. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying to make sure you guys have an idea, so you, I don't feel like I, I have any gotcha moments on you guys yeah. or anything mm -hmm. bad going. I think you guys, your adventures have an idea of how things might go either way. So I'm trying to make sure you guys can get that mechanically. Um. <laughs> so what, what I'm hearing is we could we could make a stand here and we could chuck rocks down at them, maybe finish a few off, maybe four or five, and then we could uh, dispatch the rest as we kind of normally do in these situations, if, uh, if that's what I'm understanding. Or we could just peg it. I, I mean, I, I don't know, really. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I say we stand and fight, Chisel says. And P Pip looks kind of skeptical, but he doesn't really pipe up. <laughs> he doesn't know any better. 
I don't, I don't trust our ability to run faster than things with that many legs. Especially <laughs> down a fucking mountain. <laughs> I imagine like the sounds of like, like just pattering, just getting louder as you're saying that. Like more legs. Like it's just like. Yeah, I yeah, I think we're gonna fight, right, guys? I think so. Yeah, right, wrong. Uh, yeah, nice. Start a rock slide first. Well, Tim, uh, Tim yes. just gave you guys a, a re-roll. Hey, thank cool. you, Tim. Oh, thank you, Tim. We'll need thank that. you, Tim. <laughs> so, um, so you guys are gonna do. You guys are gonna push the push the rocks and then um, also fire off whatever range weapons you have. That's the idea for the, the sort of surprise round. Is that what? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I think so. Any sort of advantage uh, Chisel might be able to get for being a stonemason. Anything, any way that can help us at all? Yeah, well, I mean, um, if you can think of a way that you could that you could use those abilities to help you, I'm, I'm well. I'm just as far to... as uh, being a, being able to like spot like a weak spot, maybe he sees like a boulder that's being like poorly supported mm -hmm. underneath it, and and you know yeah. can kind of seek out key points to maybe trigger a larger a larger avalanche sort of situation. Yeah, no, I think I think that's great. I think that that that's definitely something you could do. Um. Yeah, this is where I'm actually just also going to push it to you guys as the players. So you guys might have an idea on the sort of ruling because this is a this is an interesting situation that I want to make sure it gets a proper roll on it. Uh, do you guys think it should be one luck roll or do you think it should be several ones? Like, what do you guys think? I'm wondering. This is a tough one. There's, I, yeah, um, I, I think, think you know. Sorry, go ahead, please. I was. Just... I think several makes sense in this case, just because we're in a pretty advantageous situation. Honestly. You are. This is yeah. yeah. This is a, you are in a yeah. pretty good one. So yeah, I and to have it be like a pass fail scenario, you know, we roll. Yeah, it's, I think it that makes, yeah, it makes exactly. more like diagetic sense. That's that what I was thinking. Pushing too. a bunch of rocks down the hill has a yeah. chance, a couple different chances to hurt them, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So let's do let's do three rolls, I guess. And because of Dan's um, somewhat expertise, I'll give it. You know what? Instead of it being a luck roll, I was gonna have it be maybe be a fifty-fifty. But with with Dan's expertise, I'll make it. Um, I guess I'll give you a plus three bonus on top of that because I think that makes more sense. It's just a luck roll and choosing somebody with terrible luck. Um, mm. So I would say whoever wants to do the roll, maybe each of you can do a roll. Yeah, let's do let's do four rolls, one for each of you. I think that makes more sense. That's more fun. Um, and because of Dan's expertise, we'll say um, if you roll between I don't know um, what one to thirteen. Um, you'll get some of them. If you roll 14 to 20, uh, then you'll, the rocks will miss them. How's that? Is this sound good to you guys? Yeah, what are we rolling again? Uh, just a straight D20. And basically you want, you want between one and 13. I think it's easier than doing a luck roll, which I think kind of mm -hmm. might not totally make okay. a lot of sense in my opinion. So this is the first one. Okay. So those, so those rocks that John throws are, well, not good. Cause like I said, you want one to 13. Um, oh. yeah, <laughs> that one's good. That one's also good. No, don't worry about the one. We're not, this is just a different weird one that we're doing. <laughs> it's a crit. Good. Yeah. <laughs> it's a crit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, overall, really good, really good rolls there. Um, it's just some some miss there, but get out of the way. But overall, you trigger a massive avalanche. Um, and you know what? There are sixteen of them. Let's. I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna roll a d4 for each, for each one that went well. 
Holy shit. Ooh. Okay, well, oh my so, goodness. yeah, so you guys, you guys have probably might have killed a lot of wildlife down there as well as way more <laughs> rocks than you meant to. Like, <laughs> Dan, you, you might have overdone it with which one you pointed out to throw off, but basically 11 <laughs> of these Chisel things are heads. <laughs> I'm just... I'm imagining, um, what's her face, uh, Eloise, she's like across the other island in her tower, like having like tea on the balcony, and yeah. there's just like, in the distance, you just see like a bunch of fucking birds fly up yeah. out of part of the forest. Well, you, she can, you can probably hear this avalanche across the island, because it's probably just giant, it's just a giant crashes, it's like a fucking freight train. Um, flips and flips back you, to us and we're like, <laughs> they don't call me chisel for nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, and after this avalanche, I'm just going to say, there's only five of them left. As these rocks just smash through a bunch of them, you see them, those five, retreat. Um, you may not know where they're retreating to, but they do leave your vision as, like, just dust and rocks go up. Um, but you do hear some horrible screeching coming from them. That sounds very angry. Um, and they head off back in some <laughs> other direction into the peaks. <laughs> nice. That was awesome. Good job, guys. I'm gonna give everybody fleeing luck for that. Also, you know, I'm gonna give you guys, guys two fleeing luck because I meant to give you guys fleeing luck earlier, but I totally forgot. Um, so far, you guys have been role playing oh. really well. So, just everybody gave yourselves two fleeing luck each. Uh, and that was fun. Um, that was. Fun. <laughs> Cedric's just going to be like, well. I certainly hope we don't encounter those fellas again on our way back. <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> I'm sure the I'm sure the ones who left aren't going anywhere at all to tell anybody anything. Well, they should be so afraid of us now. We've permanently broken their morale. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it says we'll go around the mountain top next yeah, time. Yeah, Jacks <laughs> bought the module to look through to see about these creatures to see in what way they could. Um, uh... Now that would definitely they would yeah. fail at least one of those checks. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> you should have been making a morale check for the first day. And when half of the group was killed, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, good job, guys. I went way better than I thought I was gonna go. Um, mm. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just think we could have taken like three out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That would have been brutal. No, I just like, yeah, I was just like, no, that's just so much, so many good rolls. I didn't think you were going to get three good rolls, so I was like, uh, I guess I'll just do it this way. <laughs> I just love that it's like, okay, John, you need to roll low. I rolled high. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Oh, no. no. <laughs> oh, this is interesting. These are... What was our chance of rolling an 11? 6%. <laughs> um... Okay, let's see here. So, uh, what are you guys doing now? Oh, actually, sorry, um, before before that. After, like, everything sort of settles for a little bit, um, John, Cedric uh, is looking back towards the, 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 the peak he was looking at before. The sun has fully set up mm -hmm. in the sky. Um, excuse me. Uh, let's see here. Up in the sky, um, there are now two moons, a blue one and a red one. Um and as the moons sort of appear and they come up uh, into the night sky, um, you see that thing that was in the bowl seems to animate and fly straight into the sky. Um, and it just sort of has a sort of dazzling lights kind of coming off of it, almost like, like glitter. Um, and you see it start flying towards uh, the Isle of the Sun. Um, it's flying insanely fast. Like it's already, as it flies up, you can see it's already hanging towards like the maze of the sunken ruins. Um, it doesn't seem to be... It doesn't seem to have noticed you, at least. As it's not coming in your direction, it seems to be going towards the Isle of the Sun, even when it's, like, near okay. you guys. Yeah. Cedric's just, like, as 
as it does come near our mountain, though, he's just been like, everybody get down real quick. <laughs> it, it, this thing is probably like the size of a horse, from what you can mm-hmm. tell. Uh, it's kind of hard to make out its shape, but it does look like some sort of gigantic bird creature um, as it flies across the peaks. It's like twilight, right? But the sun's gone down now, so... Okay, it's like dust. Okay, it's actually yeah. Right. yeah, I mean, we could... Yeah. I feel like, yeah, get down and stop moving. Yeah, and there's a lot of dust, and there's, you still hear, like, every once in a while, like, a rock going down, still down the mountain. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, but you you guys see it head... Uh, you guys see it go across to the Isle of the Sun there. Um, and you see it dive down probably in the area where you expect, like, where one of the Golden Villages uh, are. Um... But yeah, so that's what you saw there. Um, you guys are sort of get yourselves back up, and what do you guys want to do next? What well, uh, the moon is? Uh, we can see the moon. There's two moons. moons there's, uh, there's two. Yeah, moons. yesterday there was just a blue moon, and now there's a blue and uh-huh. a red moon. Blue and red. Okay, I missed that. I think we should get some rest and go to sleep. Are you planning to sleep on the top of this mountain? Hmm. <laughs> I know that now Martin's like, oh, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say there's not many it. rocks left around here if anything decides to come back. I'm going to let you know that right <laughs> <Yeah>. now. <laughs> Maybe we should keep moving. Try to get down into one of the valleys. Wait, you sleep there, you reckon? Mm. I don't know. We need to sleep. <laughs> uh, P- Pip says, I'm more of a night owl, to be honest. Maybe we just, uh, we maybe we get down the mountain and play it by ear. Okay, we, we <laughs> play it by ear then. Okay. Um. So it is pretty dark and you guys are going to start going down this mountain. Um. So... You guys, like I said before, you guys do have sort of your adventuring gear. You have, like, you know, your grappling hooks and rope and that sort of thing. Um, I'm personally not a huge fan of making people do a billion fucking rolls. So I guess what I'm going to say is um, do a roll. Do two rolls each. A roll for your two characters um, and a roll for your hirelings. We'll do it that way just to keep things... Because that's still, like, what, eight rolls, I think? Or, uh, yeah, (laughs) I think that's enough. So um, we'll just go in order. Uh, Jack, if you want to do it for your characters... Um, and you can use whoever has the high strength. We're just going to say that your characters are sort of helping each other out, as they would, I'm assuming, because there's 15 of you. Um, and it is somewhat sheer, and the and the cliffs are jagged, um, and it is dark out, so this is a little bit rough. 14, yep. Um, the DC for this is 15, so you're going to need to burn a lock. I'll spend a fleeting lock. Okay, sounds good. Yep, so um, Ixie and Doyle are able to make their way down. Um, and sort of get get to the get to the bottom. It does take you guys probably which, for all eight of you. I'm gonna say it's probably taking take another like two or three hours or so for everybody to get down safely. As you guys are going slowly, and there's a big group of you once again. Um, but yep. Yeah, so Ixie and Doyle are down, and your two hirelings. Oh, yeah. Okay, yep. Yeah, your hirelings, yeah, your hirelings are—they just go down even faster than you guys. Just, <laughs> I'm just waiting to get passed by someone tumbling down. Yeah, yes. like, a body breaking on the rocks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll say this right now: you guys will get reflex saves. Your hirelings will not. <laughs> yeah, I guess oh, as well. no. <laughs> um, okay, uh, Dan. Um, 
Give me a roll okay. from your two characters, whichever one has the higher strength. Okay, yeah, you make it down without too much trouble. You quickly join the group down below, um, and now you're hireling. Oh yeah, so oh, you oh, guys oh. make it down, and like just as like you're as like um, <laughs> as your foot touches, you just hear a splatter um, and some trees, and like or, like a rustle of trees uh, being hit, um, and you just see uh, your dead hireling just maybe like twenty feet away. Um, in the undergrowth, oh, both of them. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, both of us. <laughs> you, you, oh, you still have two, right? That's right. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, I have two. Oh, that's yeah, oh, yeah. No. yeah, yeah. You know, what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be really fucking mean here. I'm gonna say, yeah, this is. Uh... <laughs> Hang on, Chris. Chris probably spots this and tries casting Featherfall to. Uh, okay. To, to fix this. All right. <laughs> probably rolls well, one again. What if this misfires? Oh <laughs> my god, this will be this will be funny. I'm very nervous. Oh, oh boy. Um, wait, uh, that no. was fine, familiar. Plus, plus one for the Martin. Martin, you you, Martin, cast, you cast, a, cast find familiar. You cast find familiar. <laughs> oh, did I? Yeah. Yes. Oh, what an idiot. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna go the <laughs> Uh, featherfall. There we are. I can't read. <laughs> the age. Oh, oh my god. Use okay. the first result. Yeah. Come yeah. On. <laughs> <sighs> I don't know. You also you cast Feather point. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you cast Featherfall out of one, but I will be nice and I'll go with the twelve. Um cool. that is, I believe that's like the first do you, you say there's another plus one to the roll as well, Martin? Yeah, there's a plus one. It doesn't make any difference on this one. It's twelve to thirteen, I think. Uh cast reduces yeah. speed at which he at which he falls. Um uh, yeah, so that that one that one's if you want to get other creatures, you, you have, have to get, to get 18. An eighteen. Yeah, I I have yeah I have That's one. Really high. We don't need to do this yeah. to save my higher league. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah, if it was a PC, I would say like yeah. consider. Yeah, okay. and I know this may seem mean, but these are guys who are just semen. They're not, not fucking. Bad. They're not fucking mountaineers. So they're you going can't down. say that on Twitch. <laughs> yeah, they're not. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. they're sailors. Yeah. These guys are. These guys sailors. are not come, so they don't get uh, extra abilities. Um, but yeah, <laughs> so, so those sure two just went down the mountain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so you guys hear the screams and then the splatter as they hit the ground. Uh, all right, so Dan, uh, you're... <laughs> Pip, Pip and Chisel kind of look at each other, and uh, Chisel says, that's why I didn't learn their names. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Pip kind of just, mm-hmm, he nods. Uh, <clears throat> Careful up there, you almost hit us! <laughs> I can't not think of that scene from Hot Rod where he falls down that mountain for like a minute. <laughs> oh <now>. yeah, <laughs> I think the uh, I stunt the didn't the stunt double for that get like insanely hurt doing that stunt. I, I think. It's like a lot of falling. Yeah, <laughs> I think so I think somebody got funny. actually like genuinely hurt doing that stunt uh, for the movie. Um, okay, it's John, like, you're next. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. John. Yep. So here's for Fennec and Cedric. Nice. Oh, yeah, they slide down easily. One on my and, yeah, <laughs> and they join the others. And here's for Zach, the tax collector. Oh boy, why? Wow, <laughs> Zach. Oh, oh boy. Uh, yeah. Mm. So Zach is going to join his companions uh, at the bottom of the of this mountain. <laughs> I'm just going to get down, and there's going to be like a soup of dead guys <laughs> yeah. at the foot of the mountain. Oh no! And he landed exactly where they landed. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Goodbye, Zach. Um, 
And then, uh, okay, Martin, your two characters. Chris did still cast Featherfall on herself, right? Oh, she did. Yeah, she did. Um, she did. She did cast that. So, um, what was that uh, again? Uh, cast reduce speed of which he falls. Um, DC DC ten plus one for each. That really, I mean, that that one you can keep that if you do fail this roll. I'll say, um, but it doesn't really matter mm. for this. Like it only. Yeah, because basically, basically it's a fortitude save that gets really hard the more you fall. So like it's the DC. Yeah, actually, even if you fell this fa this far, like it the, it actually wouldn't really help you out that much. So yeah, just give me the roll as normal. Yeah, because it's plus one for each ten feet fallen, so that could be really tough. Mm -hmm. Um, so uh, did you have any strength oh, yeah. or anything? Um, oh yeah, oh Jedi has zero strength. Uh, yeah. the, the DC is fifteen. I'm assuming you can either yeah. give, it's gonna be reflex saves, or I'm assuming you can burn the luck to make it fifteen. I'll. Pass Martin uh, to fleeting luck. Yeah, I think I've yeah, got I'll give me that. Yeah. I'll... Okay, so I'll pass you the one that you need. Then, right? We could each, if we each spend one, that would be enough, right? As well, if we wanted to. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Even, even at the thing. All right. So everybody's gonna spend one luck. And uh, okay. Yep. So Jediah and Chris are able to make it. Um. <laughs> all right, and uh, you know what? I'll give just because just because I like him. I'll give Chuck. I'll I'll, I'll say Chuck is with Chris and Jediah, and your two hirelings that are nameless aren't getting the, uh, the same treatment. They'll. Uh... Oh, but Chuck has got really good favoritism. <laughs> if you want, if you want to keep Chuck with them, I'll allow it. I'm not. I'm really. This is all just off the cuff, so I'm not really strong either way on the rules. Here. Just... Yeah, that's no, it's very that's generous. Let's do it. Yeah. Oh boy! Uh, <laughs> oh jeez! <laughs> are you gonna burn the lock to save your three hirelings? Or are you gonna fucking? Uh, you left Chuck uh, with him? Yeah, oh he, he wanted to go for it because Chuck had a higher strength, so he was going for Chuck the plus. Had one. Strength. <laughs> he had a plus one. Yeah. So it was seven instead of six. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel stupid now. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say anything. <laughs> no, I, 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 get, I, I like, gave, I gave you. I'm sorry. I, I, I gave him the chance to keep Chuck alive with the others, but you, you chose. You tried. Oh, wait, 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 uh, gentlemen. <laughs> oh, hang on a minute, Chris. We have a reroll. Oh, <laughs> you do have a reroll. You do have a reroll. <laughs> Do we want to oh, use yeah, a reroll yeah. on Martin's hirelings? I, I'm, guys, I, I, I mean, mean I if we I use we it, should. I only it's... want Chuck to survive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah. I mean, it's three bodies that we can throw yeah. into another grinder somewhere else. Hopefully, you know what Chris... I mean. I... Chris can still. Uh, Tim's telling us to save them, so save the hirelings. Saying yes, yeah, save the hirelings. Yeah. So we'll use the reroll. All, right. All right. Can't yeah. wait to see this four come up on the die. All right, give yeah. me give me that d twenty plus one, Martin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dick. You called it, Jack. It's like, tipped off yeah. 17. Yeah. Yeah. Chris uh, makes eye contact for just a short second in slow motion as Chuck's head just like hits a rock and just crushes. Like, they make eye contact just before he's dead. And the other two just tumble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just raining hirelings. I think. Did it's a it, pile of. Did any hirelings survive? Yeah. Did, uh, I did. You're dead. Okay, so Jack's, Jack's and yeah. nobody else's. Yeah, so there's no. just a, a pile of bodies. 
Who knew climbing down a cliff at nighttime would be dangerous? Uh, that's <laughs> we couldn't have seen this coming because it's dark as shit. Yeah, it's yeah, dark exactly. as shit with people yeah. who don't know how to climb. <laughs> Actually, wait, hold on. Uh, oh, uh, Ixie has night vision. Not that it matters, but yeah. well, two of us I have forgot about vision, that. Then. That reminded me, though. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that's that. good. That's good to know. Yeah, knowing all the all the actual adventurers would get chances to save because that's you know it's yeah. different for you guys. But these guys are all just <laughs> fucking scrubs. Um, all right. <laughs> well, there goes most of the party that was here with you guys. That was not what I meant when I said a lot of them would die. I didn't think it'd be this. That's, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um. <laughs> Um, how much time do you have left, uh, uh, Dan? What's your, what are you looking at? I mean, I, I can stay till four. What time is it now? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> it's 20 to three where, okay. where I'm at. <laughs> yeah, cause, cause it's, yeah, cause it's, it's four here. Well, I'm just, I'm wondering, this might not be the worst place to end off for today because I do think with the, we haven't actually gone into like the dungeon crawl aspect of, of this module yet which might be a bit longer and there's you also haven't talked to their sister yet and you guys might change your minds on who you might want to help out so there might be some more stuff there so we I are very fickle yeah so i thought maybe i thought maybe a good <laughs> maybe a good place to end off is with this mound of dead hirelings at the at the bottom of a mountain <laughs> after <laughs> that's hilarious uh, i mean i'm done with that whatever yeah, yeah. Um, it seems like we're kind of halfway through, right? So yeah, that, that, that's why I'm trying because I don't want next session to be like just an hour, or and also don't really want Dan to miss the ending, especially since his character's kind of totally revolved around it. So no, yeah, I... so um yeah, we're gonna we're gonna end that off here as a very that, okay yeah. Uh, this is <laughs> I can't believe that there goes what's the hirelings. Um, that was fun though. Yeah. Those were two like awesome sequences, by the way. Just like uh, the avalanche, and then followed by like every yeah, hireling just all your off, luck like, went mountain. into into the first part. <laughs> Almost half the party dying. Yeah. <laughs> a dazzling display of ingenuity followed by an utter, utter d display of incompetence. It's like, damn, we're good. And then, like, yeah, yeah. cut to like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That fucking, that poor captain has lost, like, fun. a good chunk of his crew now because they all just uh, went off. Well, don't mask. worry. It's okay. He's got Gormaz. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah Gormaz. <laughs> <laughs> Where are we going to keep that giant gorilla? We'll see. The thing is, there are six less occupied bars. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I guess seven or eight yeah. at this point. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, guys. That was really fun. And thanks, everybody, for watching. Yeah, um, on the 19th, I believe, is our next episode. I think, can everybody make that? Is that, um, yep. is that still open for everybody? <laughs> Um, yeah. yeah, and that will probably be an, another short or short session of probably two and a half or three hours. I'd say it's. We're. I'd be very surprised if we go over that because we are sort of like halfway now. 